This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB. This is Our Lifestyle podcast. We're getting ready to jump into the fresh episode. And we want to thank our title sponsors, which includes Custom Car Show Productions. They have three key events every year. Orange Beach Invasion every March in Orange Beach, Alabama. Scraping the Coast every June in Biloxi. And Bayou Showdown, which is every November in Slidell, Louisiana. We also want to thank Mini Truck Showdown family, which includes their event, their flagship event, the first weekend in June 2022 in Las Vegas, Mini Truck Showdown. You can go on Facebook or Instagram for more information. They also have Kern County Showdown, which is going to be in Bakersfield, California, the first weekend in February 2022. Thank you so much. Support those that support the scene and on to the episode. Hey, now that's 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 big news right there. Oh yeah, I got hose. Hoses. Make it hoses because oh, hose, then then you can hose, remix it. I got hoses, and then then you get you, you get Dusty in the background. He's like, when you say got hoses, he's like gas hoses in different area codes is. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it's you got to get Dusty to sing kind of the hook, the back, you know, background, you know, vocals, you know. <laughs> and then Kim comes in and she's like hoses, and then Shannon's like in different area codes is something like that, dude. Uh, bro, you're insane. Dude. You're insane. In the membrane, you're too much. Yo, 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 yo! It's our lifestyle podcast episode two and three quarters. Mike, if you're there, what does two and three quarters even mean? Bro, I don't know what two and three quarters means, but I got two quarters in my pocket. Yeah, brother, 275. I can't believe Johnny 5, 275. Of course, we did a Johnny 5 episode back back in the day. But, dude, Mike, we're coming over the top ropes. Great show. want to definitely thank Corey and team over at Mini Truck Showdown slash Kern County Showdown. Uh, they just had uh, Kern County Showdown this past weekend. We're going to try to link up with them either this week or next week. Talk a little bit about it. He's already announced for next year they're coming back. Uh, so that's going to be great. But, of course, one of our other title sponsors, Custom Car Show Production Team. You heard it at the top, dude. I'm, we're getting super excited for OBI, also known as what show, Mike? Orange Beach Invasion. And, uh, dude, Lauren's going to be coming on here uh, here real soon as well. Yeah, we got to talk with her. I know Keg Media, they, of course, team up on the ones and twos, so to speak, and it's going to be a great event. Uh, this year, of course, pushed out a little bit, kind of get away from that spring break madness, and I think that's going to even add to the the luster of OBI. And uh, you definitely have choices that weekend. There's other shows going on, so we would ask that you gallivant on out with us to one of the, the premier, I would say, uh, showgrounds in the entire country. It's it's hard to beat that that event right there, man. Oh, it by far is one of those events that I will not miss um, year after year after year. By the time when we get ready to check out on Monday, we're already booking our condo for the following year. Um, so, yeah, Orange Beach Invasion is a must. And, uh, you know, Corey Floyd's popping up pictures left and right from last year's. Um, and, you know, let's give Corey Floyd a shout out because, man, 
if you guys are there and you want some badass pictures taken of your ride, they got the the lights on at night down there um, in the venue, the Ferris wheel in the background. It is just, ugh, if you haven't been there, you have to check out Corey Floyd photography, check out his pictures from orange beach invasion. You don't want to miss. There's some of the best um, night pictures at a, any show ever. Yeah. And get with them and, and have a, you know, book a quick session. You know, you've got those opportunities, uh, Corey Floyd, great dude. Man, if he just would give me the truck, you know, with the topper, you know what I mean? I could rep topper gang for him, but I don't think that's going to happen, Mike. No, I don't think so either, buddy. Yeah. I don't think so either. Well, listen, 275, want to thank uh, Chad Luke for coming back on. This one's uh, Difficult Times, looking up. That ties into the interview with Chad. We've been talking with him a few months, it, you know, to kind of get him back on to talk about the run that he had in 2021. But, Mike, of course, he won our truck of the year. So Ruben and I sit down with them, and that audio will be shortly. Uh, the overview of this episode brought to you by Graphics Mafia. Make sure you check out Ryan and who, – who is it, Mike? Ryan and who? Hey, buddy. Graphic Mafia. Dude, graphics with an X. Mafia. They're on TikTok. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. They're in Jacksonville. If you need stickers, they can they can traffic those across state lines uh, to an event. Uh, they can do a little bit of design work. They, they can do wraps. They can do a lot of stuff, but you got to hit them up, G-R-A-P-H-I-X-Mafia.com. Now, Mike, uh, you know, kind of are, we've been saying this. We've been hinting that we're going to kind of slow down a little bit this year. We're going to have to see how the episodes fall, but this episode we are planning to have a little bit shorter intro just to keep things fresh. And, uh, you know, just want to say thanks again to Jeremy for coming on last episode uh, much love and respect to him. Uh, thank you so much to Tim from Negative Camper, Florida, for lining that up. All I got to say is go back and listen to it. Thanks so much to Jeremy and the team at Carfix. We had an unbelievable last Friday. We'll talk about it just a little bit uh, on this episode. It was great to get together with the other clubs, including Tim from Acro, V6 Scott, petitioner for NC, and it was great. So, Mike, um, want to just say to the listeners go back we got a lot of great feedback i love talking a little bit of baseball and stuff like that so it's great to be able to link up with great folks like jeremy uh bumpus in this uh, scene of ours absolutely bro I, I tell you what checking out the the pictures checking out the videos uh looked like a pretty damn good time you guys had over there oh yeah and i i certainly concur and i don't normally change my profile photo uh, but I did change it. I had one of the guys there. The crew was so awesome. I met um, a couple of guys. One of the guys' name, his nickname is Happy. And I said, dude, that's got to be one of the best nicknames because if you're ever down and your homie calls you and he's like pissed off mood, it's like, dude, how could you be pissed off? Your name is Happy, dude. You know what I'm saying? So he was super <laughs> fucking cool. He took some photos for us. And, uh, you know, those guys, I mean, the hospitality was was unparalleled. So uh, definitely, definitely thanks to them. Now, Mike, I want to just kind of jump in uh, to the general updates. And this week, let's talk mostly about this week. There's kind of a big sporting event going on. And my pops always told me, rest in peace, Papa Smurf, he always told me about something that many of the listeners probably don't even realize on how the uh, this event that's, you know, we can't, I don't know if we can say the name of it because, you know, there's all the copyright stuff. But, um you know, there was a ball back in the day, which, you know, was called the Super Ball. And it was one of those crazy bouncy balls. I don't know if you ever had one when you were a kid, the smaller ones. I love those things. But 
the Super Bowl is the reason for this sporting event name from everything I've ever heard or read. And, uh, dude, are you excited for the Super Bowl? We have to say that because we don't want to have, like, our, our podcast shut down. You know what I mean? For copyright infringement. Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely. We definitely don't want it shut down. But at the same time, it's called the Super Bowl. And you are allowed to say it. Oh, so you it's are? okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're allowed. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of mini truckers that could care less about the Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, just giving a heads up, Jay, there's also – you know, there's also um, a little car show this weekend. It's called Mobtown Showdown. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's the, same as the Super Bowl, but I know DJ Mays is going to be there and he's going to be on main stage. So make sure you guys stop by, see DJ Mays at Mobtown Showdown uh, this weekend. Dude, that's awesome, man. It was just the anniversary of me going up a few years ago to the Pittsburgh area and I went to uh, a package store up there and it was called uh, G Town. And I was I had to take a photo in front of that. I was like, that's some good shit, man. Hell yeah. Mob Town, G Town, you know what I mean? But we don't want to bore you with the whole backstory on um SI.com has a great sto- uh story they uh dropped three years ago. And it's why is it called the Super Bowl, the history behind the NFL championship games name? And it goes on to say, Mike, there is a segment that says uh when trying to decide what to call the game, NFL commissioner Pete Rosell came up with names like Big One and Pro Bowl, but those, of course, didn't stick. According to Time Magazine, Roselle's suggestion of AFL-NFL World Championship game became the official moniker. However, the Kansas City Chiefs owner, Lamar Hunt, suggested the term Super Bowl inspired by his son's Super Ball, but the name wasn't used until later, so... Dude, I mean, it is it it is true, and that was of course a toy. Do you remember the toy manufacturer for the Super Bowl? It was mm. a word and a dash and a letter. It was a oh, four geez. letter word, a dash, and a letter. It's okay if you don't know. That's not the question for this week, but it was Whammo. Remember Whammo, dude? Whammo. Oh, jeez. So uh, I mean, you know, throwing a bag. Yeah, no, I definitely don't remember that, but I thought it was going to be F-U-C-K dash U. Yeah, dude, you were- bro, I was reeling you in on that one. But did you hear for a second the Mike? I think, Mike, this is a record. We had you utterly speechless for a second. And, dude, this might be the first and only time that I've ever known you that you were speechless. Like, you literally were like, I, I-, I don't know. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. Had no clue. No, no clue. clue. Well, at least you're honest, bro. Even after you said it, I don't even remember it. Well, dude, listen, man. Before we go into the trivia with Mike, I'm looking Uh-oh. forward to. I, I am looking forward to this the Super Bowl. You know, fifty six Super Bowl fifty six. Right? Is it EBGD or e, East Pound Get Down? Right? That was the show that you guys just had. That's next year. This is Super yeah, Bowl yeah, yeah. fifty six. Right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I know you're a sports fan. I know hopefully you're going to have it on in the household. I'm excited about it, okay? I think the Bengals quarterback, I think he's got some good swagger. You know what I mean? As a young guy, you know, he wins a Heisman. He wins an uh, NCAA championship, right? And now he's vying for a potential. It would be an unbelievable run in a three-year span, okay? Matt Stafford wasn't my favorite for a long time, Mike, as you know, up in the black and blue division. He was Detroit. Just a year ago, he was signed with the Rams. 
Now he's playing in, his, in their home stadium, vying for a win. Let me just ask you this question. Are you excited about the game? Uh, bro, I love football, so I am absolutely excited about this. And I actually just came across something today that if you are a fan of The Simpsons and um, something came across that The Simpsons, this was already like uh, on one of their shows that The Simpsons actually beat L.A. 31 to 24. And Homer picked the score and it was 31 to 24. And I don't remember exactly when this was. But so it'll be interesting to see if Cincinnati can pull the upset off and beat um, uh, the the Rams. So uh, that you know the 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 Simpsons, you know the show they you yes. know they've come across this stuff before and they were correct. Yep. So this is going to be interesting to see if uh, if this comes out to, to fruition that the Bengals win. And like I said, they even had the score at thirty one to twenty four. So this will be interesting. And I would love to see the Bengals be able to win. But at the same time, um, I really like the whole story uh, behind the Matthew um, Stafford and his wife, which at back in college, they've been together since college. And uh, she was the cheerleader. He was the football. You know, he was the quarterback for Georgia. And they've been together ever since. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, and, you know, they've been through a lot of tough times, you know, obviously playing in Detroit for all those years. Oh, yeah. And uh, just listening to their story. Um, so, you know, hey, I wish them not, not, but nothing but the best. So it'll definitely be interesting to see if they can pull this off. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, here's what I can tell you, just going from a few things I had read. I know the 2021 season, we don't want to lose anyone here because, believe me, we're going to wrap this up quick. But Joe Burrow, who's the QB for the Bengals, 34 TDs, of course, this year. I remember hearing he had 14 picks, which is a crazy ratio for a young quarterback over 4,000 yards I mean 4,600 and something over 100 I think quarterback rating and of course I believe it is his second year because I think he played the year before but uh, I mean dude for I mean he's a stud dude 25 years old Uh, you know kind of a second year I think he played at LSU I don't know all the players like where they come from because I don't follow college as much but dude you know February 13th this weekend I know it's 630 uh, if nothing else, I'm going to be tuning in for Dre and all those guys. Um, the last thing I'll say on it is it's pretty cool because Warren G kind of announced on 213, which is the 13th, he's going to be dropping a new single, uh, which is going to, I think, tie in to obviously 213 with Snoop, Warren G, and Nate Dogg. Snoop's kind of announced a new Eastsider album. Dre's announced a new album. You know, this they're talking about it's going to be this aftermath takeover. Now, not not Mike, not the crew that you run with. You know what I mean? Because you guys have already taken over, right? <laughs> but the aftermath entertainment takeover, I think, is really going to be full full fledged. I mean, and it's smart, right? I mean, you want to ride the wave. There's going to be no bigger uh, stage, so to speak, than the Super Bowl. So we've already seen the streaming numbers up from like Tupac and Dre and Eminem and some just unprecedented numbers. So we're excited about, I'm excited about that at least, you know, the halftime and I don't even drink soda, but uh, you know, Pepsi's bringing the heat dog. Uh, Dude, this one has got to be hands down, probably going to be one of the best. I say the best Super Bowl halftimes ever. I'm looking forward to this one. Big time. Real deal. Now we do want to remind everyone that we're going to be at Lone Star Throwdown just in a couple of weeks, last weekend in the month of February. And make sure you come out to Conroe. If you haven't booked, book a flight. 
and stop by the Garage Gear Clothing booth. Let them know that our Lifestyle of Podcast sent you. You never know. Crystal and team might just hook you up. They're great kinfolk. They'll be under the big setup over there. I don't know what you call it. It's not even a tent. It's like a big, you know, like structure. Pavilion. Pavilion. There you go. And uh, yep. Garage Gear Clothing, of course, they offer free shipping. If you can't make it out, go to garagegearclothing.com. So, Mike, dude, it's now is the time, dude. All right, players, you got to lock in, right? You, you getting worried about the trivia for Mike? No, not at all, brother. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, players, now it's time to get serious. All righty, man. So, dude, let me, let me see if I got this right. Okay, so this one is a music one, right? I'm going to give you that hint. And it's not 21 questions. It's just one question this week, okay? But I want to make sure everybody kind of feels old here. Uh, because you know, many of us listen to this album. We still listen to these jams. I know you and Shannon have these on your playlist. I've seen them. Okay, oh. but February sixth of two thousand three, dude, just nine. Okay, not just literally. We feel old now. Nineteen years ago, this album came out. Okay, and it features a line in one of the famous songs. I love this is quote. This isn't me saying this to Mike. Okay, this is the quote from the song. The bars. I love you like a fat kid love cake. You know my style. I say anything to make you smile. Okay. I wasn't gonna go the second line. I was gonna stop at the first one. I love you like a fat kid love cake. Okay. So there's an album. Think about it. It's not twenty years ago. It's nineteen years ago. It was this week. It's a blockbuster album. I actually I can't give you any more hints, dude. I really can't. And again, I'm Man, not I, I'm not asking you 21 questions. I I've been wanting to link it up, you know, kind of ratchet it up, but not this week, dude. It's a Super Bowl week. Yeah. All right, but can you can you just throw one more? I just need one more. Okay. Uh, Biggie, give me one more chance. Biggie, 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 juicy. But here's the thing: he really, in my opinion, should be on stage. Maybe he'll make a guest appearance. I don't know. He's put music kind of on the back burner, and he's been so successful in the TV stuff. Okay, I don't watch the shows. I know there's like power and you know all these different things he's going after. He wants the power. You know, remember that song back in the day, "Power" uh, by Snap? Was it Snap? But you know, really, yep, yep. to me, he should be on stage with this ensemble, even if it's a quick cameo. I mean, dude, if they don't bring him out, something's wrong. But dude, can you believe it was 19 years ago that his debut studio album dropped? Wow, and he no, he, he he was trying to collect the money, but he didn't want to get you know he didn't want to go out. You know what I mean? Mm, mm, okay. So, have you given me another hint yet, or are you just mumbling those are, on? Dude, those are all the hints, bro. I don't, you know. All right, all right, all right. Let me so ask me answer me this: um, Is he is this performer on a? Um, well, wait a minute. Is his wife a very beautiful woman? With uh, uh uh with blonde hair, I don't think he's married. Oh, he's not married. Oh, okay. See, see, I thought I thought he had a wife named Coco, but okay. Oh I, yeah, I, yeah. I see where you're going, but um, you know, I mean, it's kind of like half well, of a dollar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just. Oh, you know. oh, okay. So I guess that guess wasn't right then, huh? Half yeah. of a dollar. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, see, and well, answer me this. So, did this did this guy 
come out with a energy drink and then they turned around and bought this energy drink drink from him this company i can't confirm that but i don't know how you uh, know this you stuff can't i mean confirm or deny i can't can deny you? can't deny uh, i see, can't deny so it. it i'm a straight rider you don't want it's not that it's not that guy though. It's not that guy though. No, 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 it's not that guy. But wait, 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 wait. So is this guy is it sweet or is it unsweet? <laughs> I think it's sweet. You think it's sweet? Well, I mean, because you know, when you say sweet or unsweet, I'm talking about tea. Right. But you know, yeah, but yeah, it's not yeah, it, yeah. It's it's not that guy though. It's not that guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think I mean, there's not many people in the world that could be lucky enough to have someone like Coco by their side. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're yeah, into, yeah, yeah. if you're into that kind of thing, you know, like yeah, 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 no, 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 yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. women no, no, and stuff. No. You know. And so, anyways, because um, I like my cocoa with with cream. You know oh, what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Um, so I'm just trying to throw you for a complete loop here, because as soon as you say, said, uh, you know, a fat boy, you know, likes cake, I know exactly who. Because right, because that's part of your mo. You drop those bars when I've heard you when you hit the club when Shannon's went around. Like I've seen you, like dude, what, going. Yeah, something about it's your birthday. It's your birthday. Right. See, and then yeah. I remember when you're in the club, you get crazy. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So. This guy, this rapper, 19 years ago, which I cannot believe it's been that long already, Mr. 50 Cents, you know, half a dollar, uh, make your mama holla. Uh, dude, it's 50 Cents, homie. Yeah, get rich or die trying, and dude, you got it. And believe it or not, that's like one of the coolest, I think, you know, the cool, you know, great album name. Obviously, they really marketed that one, and... I read something the other day that said that when the A&R folks for the album kind of like figuring out how it's all going to go and the strategy and all that, it's what they used to do with albums. They they did like a coin flip because they didn't know, you know, which which single was going to be the first one. And um, I think they picked wisely with Indie Club that was released January 7th of 2003. 21 Questions, which of course that came out in March, but... There was it was followed by many men with uh, wish death and then P I M P and if I can't like dude that album like you can put it on Dre and M produced it it's fire bro fire so good job yeah. Mike I mean we're gonna give you a half a tick mark because you got the you got the artist name but not the album name but I think that's fair yeah no 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 problem no problem see I you're a like team said, player bro hey I'm here for I'm here for the team I'm here for the Airhead Nation brother. Dude, when when aftermath they called me this week and they go, hey, we just want to kind of check in. Like, I, we know you talk to Mike sometimes. Everything cool? And I was like, yeah, you know, everything's cool. You know, keep them. You know, don't. You know, they they, they said there's kind of like a ninety day grace period, and they kind of said they were looking to flip a coin or something. I said, dude, I'd keep them, man. You know. <laughs> so, but uh, well, I appreciate I appreciate that. Thanks for playing along, Mike. Definitely uh, want to thank uh, you know Southeast Mini Nats. We're going to be out there. Uh, very soon, we're trying to kind of collect our thoughts. We talked to Asphalt Army Tony down at EBGD, Eastbound Get Down, and you know we're trying to formulate some of the VIP deals and what we're going to do. So, um, you know, thanks uh, to Southeast Mini Nats for allowing us. You mentioned it last week, of course. Uh, you know, All Time Low Magazine, Mike. We're getting excited for that to print, and I do understand there's going to be a lot of show coverage in there. So, I got two thumbs up, ready for that one, man. Oh, absolutely. Look forward to that and look forward to the good times that are definitely going to be had for sure. Let the good times roll. And really, um, from a from a rest of the perspective, we're just going to cut this one a little shorter just because, dude, we got the pedal stomped and we can do, you know, we're on cruise control a little bit. 
and we have the opportunity to make you know our own choices, right? Because this is the podcast that we produce. Uh, we want to thank Joey at Get Decked. If you want to put your car or truck or maybe some smut, I mean, it it, it can't be copyrighted material from what I heard, but you can get with Joey at Get Decked and Mike. He can lay down some graphics on a deck, can he? Bro, and I'm telling you right now, you promoters, if you guys, uh, you know, if you guys are smart, get with Joey because he can make. He can make you guys uh, artwork uh, come out pretty magical and put some on some skate decks and uh, you will not be disappointed for sure. No doubt. And then lastly, want to thank uh, Ron over at Hammered Weekend Wear. We tell you time and time again, you'd be hard pressed to find a better brand out there that launches every two months. You got the t-shirt subscription, the only one in the industry that's offering that. Flannels, flip-flops, you name it course hanks on board throwing extra stuff into the bag only if you put olp in the notes right for your orders wait mike it's h-a-m-m-e-r what d dot com and cop some merch and add olp to the notes dude mike all i can say is next week we'll have some more banter we have a lot to talk about uh we do have some things that are kind of piling up but i know that we're going to be at uh, you mentioned the local show this weekend that we're going to be at for Autism. It's 30 bucks, I think, day of, and I think it's for a great cause. So if you're in the Tampa Bay area and you're hearing this on Friday, please think about coming on out. It's at the OCC Roadhouse Cafe, Mike. Do you think Pat Swayze, rest in peace, that you could maybe do some some kicks for us there if if you show up? Oh, bro, we just got to find the girl. I just want to find the girl that can do the, the scene when the chick was up on stage. That's, that's what I want to find. Dude, I love it, bro. Bring your mullets. Bring your yeah. cutoff, you know, flannel deals. Let's make it happen. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. And, Mike, dude, yes. I appreciate you, bro. You know, you and Shannon shipping out all those orders, ourlifestylepodcast.com. The aluminum signs are out there. Uh, we're going to have the skate decks up real soon. And I uh, can't thank you enough, Mike. Absolutely, brother. You guys take care. Have a great have a great week. Have a great weekend. And uh, get out there to a show, man. Support the show. Support the scene. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys uh, at a show uh, You know, soon. Real deal. We're going to link up now with Matt Weathers. So we didn't get a chance to run that audio last week. Then we'll roll into the audio with Chad Luke. Difficult times looking up. And then, of course, Riggedy Rubens in the house. Mike, have a safe weekend, doggy. And go Super Bowl. <laughs> He's out. Go Bengals. Hey, hey, as I mentioned, we're going to roll into Matt Weathers here, but I do want to mention at the very beginning of this episode, Mike and I had a little bit of crazy banter going on. Listen all the way through to the end, and I'll go ahead and include some of that other banter so it will make sense why we were singing about hoses and different area codes uh, and some regulators. But, dude, we got a regulator on this episode regulators bound up we got matt weathers how you doing my friend i'm doing good how are you doing man good man hey we see you east to west north to south we've seen you so many places and we always have a good time hanging out you've been on before and uh, i think my favorite character that matt weathers that that you are is the santa claus that that you've allegedly dressed up at <laughs> one time or a couple times one one said they showed up there at work this year too, and they they were pretty impressed. <laughs> they, they didn't tackle old old Saint Nick. That's a good thing because you know in Philadelphia that time they they uh, they threw snowballs at, at old Saint Nick. You know, yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. It was uh, they were the August people were more impressed that the, I wore the Santa Claus outfit all day. Dude, so. <laughs> dude you were a warrior, man. 
you know, I had hinted earlier that we were going to have you on last week, but here was the unique thing. You know, we've got foot soldiers all over and just great folks from the scene. And I thought it was interesting because, you know, you live in Washington, but, you know, talk to us a little bit. You decided this year to make the trek to the GN, the Grand National Roadster Show, GNRS, uh, the famous yeah. show. I recently watched some of the footage from Lowrider Magazine, right? They did a kind of a, you know, not a crazy video, but just kind of showed some of the stuff. Talk to us a little bit about your trip down there. How did that go? And then how was the event? Well, I uh, it, actually, I had plans to uh, go down the weekend before and do the Moon Eyes uh, New Year's party, but I got sick there at the first of the month, and it was like, so I couldn't justify taking the time off. So being, and I didn't really plan on having anybody go with me just because of the fact that uh, it, the way I was doing it, I was going to fly home and then fly back down and stuff, so... It kind of really kind of started with, uh, I saw Ron Perkins there. He uh, posted up that he was on his way home from Eastbound Get Down. And uh, I, I so he, I don't remember what he put on there, but I, I, I posted that, uh, I go, get some get some rest. I'll be by Thursday to pick you up. You know, and he was like, where are we going? And I said, just, to, uh, what the hell? I don't even remember what I said now, but something smart as I did tell him. But yeah. I called him and I said, I go to the Grand National Roadster Show. I go, you want to go with? I'll pick you up. And he's like, oh, man, I've been gone. I got, I got all this hammered stuff to do. And I'm like, screw that hammered stuff. It'll be there when you get there. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. You know? And he dogged me. So anyway, I just had to give him a little hard time about that. So, oh, yeah. But I guess the hammered thing comes first all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave Hank alone. You know what I mean? Because if he could, if he could leave as one single, and yeah, yeah, if he could leave as one single employee and kind of trust him, but you know him, man, he'll be thr- like it will be one shirt order at hammeredweekendwear.com. Then it'll turn into like him giving away like fifty bucks in merch, yeah. and he just can't keep that yeah. going. Be going belly up before he knows it. So. Yeah. I just got up early Thursday morning and uh, I shot down and I actually I stopped in uh, East of Salem at uh, your uh, severed brother's uh, Donnie's place there, Solo Custom. And yep. Did a little BSing with him and hung out with him for a minute and and uh, then I headed on down and I drove down and I got got into the L.A. Basin basically Friday morning and. Uh, Went over, went over to Moon Eyes. Well, actually, I better back up. I actually went into Whittier with and not having the address. I was trying to figure out if I could drive right to where Traders Trucks used to be. Oh, and right, right, yeah, Traders. My plan was to take a picture of the building and put it up and see if anybody knew what it was. Yeah, you know, but I, things have changed so much. And God, it's been like twenty years since I've been down there, and. I, I just I couldn't really figure out where I was at and stuff. I was about half lost, so I had to Google my way out of there. Then I went to took off and went over to a Norwalk there to the Moon Eyes. I mean, it was kind of funny because there was a bunch of uh, guys from uh, overseas. I'm not really sure what the language was. And I was talking with them and stuff, and they they were there for the Grand National Roadster Show, you know, and that had to do moon and stuff. But I stopped and I had to pick up some stuff there. So did that and then went and headed for the Grand National Roadster Show. And Friday was definitely the day to be there for if you want to take pictures. And that's I made Friday kind of the day to uh, go through and uh, just take pictures of everything as much as possible with as little people there and stuff as, and that you could, you know, 
which made it nice. And then I figured I'd use Saturday just to go look at cars. So yeah, gallivant around, you know. And let me ask you this: Big Big Oaks Garage, uh, um, the engaged media booth was near them at SEMA, and a yeah. big, big Oak uh, Garage. They, uh, our friend Jake works there now. He rendered by Thor, right? And we've talked to him before and whatnot. But they had brought out a car that I saw the green. Lilies, yes. Yes, yeah. And that was that owned really by is. a guy named Dan Duffy. Was that thing insane to see in person? It was. It was. Uh, well, uh, actually, no, I'm thinking I'm thinking of Tin Man's Garage, the, oh, the 36. No, Dan Duffy's was that 61 Impala. Yes. That. Yeah, that thing was over the top. And that was in the run for the uh, Al uh, Snoker, or but it's Snoker, I think, or however you say the guy's name, yep. award, which, yep. which was pretty crazy. But yeah, that that car was was insane. I mean, it was it was nice, really nice. Yeah, I think I took quite a few pictures of it. Yeah, which was crazy. And then of course, you know, you have a lot of stuff kind of scattered throughout the videos I saw, the different little areas, but. One that really just, you know, and I don't want to stop your flow here, but I did want to just bring up one other car, like Ernie Macias, obviously, rest in peace. You know, to see yeah. his car there was probably just unbelievable. Yeah, it was, and, and I wish I would have taken more pictures of it, and, I, you know, and I did walk around it and look at it, and it, it, was, it, it is a really nice car. And I didn't, when I first saw it, I didn't realize it was his, and I kind of, and then that, after Friday night, I went back and uh, to the hotel and I looked it up, and I found pictures. I was like, "Yeah." And so then I went back and I looked at it some more, but I didn't get, I didn't take pictures Saturday when I was looking at it and stuff. But my biggest thing going down was to go. I wanted to see all the cars from Hot VW magazine. That I mean, being an old Volkswagen guy, I you know that was the thing that I had to uh, had to go see, and that was there was some. It was so cool seeing cars that I guess I'd, I'd say shaped me. In, in the Volkswagen scene, when I was back in high school, and I had my, my square back and stuff, and mm -hmm. the cars, and like the pink and silver uh, square back called Suicidal Tendency, mm -hmm. I, nothing came out on the cover, I was like in love with that, and it was, I don't know, I want to say it was a few months after that, that's when I pulled mine in the garage, and I chopped the post out between the two back windows, and started customizing it and stuff, you know, and it was downhill from there. But yeah, it was and sadly it, that was a nice square back I had, but I just destroyed it. Yeah. So, <laughs> like Benny, you know, when you're younger, that shit happens. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, it and it, I don't know. That was a cool car, but and what was really cool about that was the the pink uh, square back that is called Tepto, and that it's actually it's called Tepto Two because it's a remake of the original one. When that came out on the cover. Back in eighty, but I can't even remember. I want to say it was eighty six when that came on the cover. The night before that magazine was on the newsstand, I painted my square back that same color pink. Really? And so, yeah. And it came out, and I, I actually was. I left there, I left in my car, and I stopped at an AMPM by the house, and they were putting the magazine out, and I was like, I was pissed. Just because of the fact that everybody's going to think I painted mine to match his, you know. <laughs> yeah. But and what what was cool was I met Bill Schwimmer is his name. Bill Schwimmer, the guy that originally owned the original one, and we talked about it, and I told him the story, and he laughed. You know, he was pretty cool. We sat and BS'd about it a little bit and stuff, and the whole car thing. It was cool. 
to meet up with him. But yeah, Friday night I met up with uh, Reuben and Chris. I ran into them, got to be up with them for a little while, which is cool. Hadn't seen Reuben in a while or Chris. Yep. So I sat there, talk, talk, got to talk with them, and they were kind of on the mad dash through through all the things, getting looking at stuff too, since they weren't going to come Saturday. So, but yeah, it was. I mean, and then uh, just you know, the cars just over the top and stuff, and. Yeah, like I said, being an old Volkswagen guy, it was, I was really impressed to see that one of the top awards, not only did you have one bug in there competing for it, but you had two, you know, that were both were super, super nice cars. So, it, yeah, it just, I'm glad I went. I can't wait to go next year. Yeah, no, it's good stuff. Now, you obviously, like, you know, I would encourage folks, if you want to see, we'll be posting some of the photos, a few that Matt shares with us. You can go on uh, Grand National Roadster Show has an official Instagram. You know, you can look at the photos they're tagged in. Uh, a lot of folks will use the hashtag GNRS for Grand National Roadster Show, right, for 2022. But then Lowrider Magazine, they exist in the digital space, right, on YouTube. They did, uh, Joe did a video that was, you know, nothing crazy over the top, just kind of a, you know, a, a good uh, walkthrough and then a good message at the end that he shared. But, um, now, I know you're not a guy just to go back to the hotel, right? So talk to us a little bit about, you know, did you make it over to, you know, is it Van Nuys or Whittier and some of those places? I did Van Nuys on Saturday night. Friday night, I did go back to the hotel because by the time I got a hotel and everything, because I was totally pretty much just winging it, you know? Yeah. I, I didn't have reservations or nothing. I didn't even know where I was going to stay. And then I stayed at the Grand National Roadster Show. Friday night, I was there until all, it was about 8.30 before I got out of there. And so then I had to go hunt down a hotel. But, uh, and I was pretty burned out because I'd only slept a few hours on the way down. Yep. So, but yeah, then I got up Saturday morning. That was another reason I wanted to get up early Saturday morning. I got up early Saturday morning and shot down to Huntington Beach down there to Donuts, which is the, where the Donut derelicts are at. Oh, yeah. And we got you know, and I, and I was thinking, you know, hey, well, if I get there about 7 o'clock or so, it'd be cool. There'd be lots of cars there. There was quite a few cars that people were leaving and stuff. And I'm like, so I'm running around trying to take pictures and check out cars and stuff. And, hell, by, by 8 o'clock, everybody was gone. You know, and I'm like, well, that sucks, you know. And I, I got talking to a guy who, as I was leaving, uh, doesn't live that far from there. And he's like, oh, yeah, about 4.30 in the morning, I start hearing everybody come by and stuff. He's like, the ideal time to be here is about between 5.30 and 6.30. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, everybody comes in and he goes, they hang out for a while and leave. And I'm like, oh, so stop in and have coffee and a donut and blow out of here. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, well, that sucks because, you know, and he's like, yeah, he goes, there's a lot of cars here early in the morning, you know. And so I got a lot of pictures of, of some pretty cool stuff. There was that one link in there that I knew you'd probably like, the light blue one that was really nice. Yep. I did a, and then there was an early 70s Datsun there, a little red one that I took one picture of, and there was something that was driving by that I wanted to grab a picture of before they left, and I turned back around, and the Datsun was gone. Mm-hmm. But, I wanted, but that thing was pristine, like, I don't think it ever been restored or anything. It was just really a nice. I got one picture of it that I posted up. That it was really a nice little Datsun pickup. But yeah, that was kind of cool to go over there. Donuts weren't bad either, you know. Yeah, yeah, the fat kid bill for sure. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one one thing I learned from Joe from watching the lowrider video was that 
the show, I think, even though it's been around a long time, I think it's kind of technically changed, you know, the venues. And, and so I yeah. think I think he said this version of it has been like like eight years, I think, right? Because he said something about Oakland and that type of thing. And it's cool, though, that the lineage, right, the history has continued on all these years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it started out in Oakland, if I remember right. It was there for quite a while, and then it moved down down to California, down to California, down to the Pomona there. And it's, I mean, and it's, it's a big thing. I mean, uh, Saturday morning when I got there, I got there about, it was about noon Saturday and the amount of cars outside of the, of the buildings and stuff. And trying to remember off the top of my head, there's six buildings full of cars and then the cars outside there. And just, there's some pretty incredible stuff that just drives in for the day, you know, that, yeah, it's definitely eye candy car overload to go to that. It's just, I mean, it's amazing the amount of stuff. Then it was cool. I, I met up with a bunch of uh, the relaxed people uh, that were down there. They had kind of a meet and greet with, with the relaxed gang. And I met up with a few people, ran into uh, Ryan Anderson out of Oregon. And, and uh, I saw Juan and trying to think of who else I ran into. There was a few people. And then, I ran into old, old Bob Haas and sat and talked to him for a little bit and kind of talked and laughed about the old uh, resolution show, the 50th anniversary of planning. Yeah. So, Bob, Bob Hayes. Yep. Bob Hayes. Yeah. And yeah. And so it was, it was cool. I sat and talked to him for a while. And so yeah. guess uh, you need to start planning that for 26 to come, come for the uh, 50th reunion. <laughs> yeah, very, yeah, very cool. And you know, I think like on their site, what I found is like it's technically was like the seventy second uh, year, once known as the Oakland Roadster Show. It's the longest running indoor car yeah. show in the world. So what's cool is the lowrider guys like Joe and whatnot. You know, they know kind of all the ins and outs. But I mean, really, you know, let's be honest. I mean, seventy plus years. I mean, that's. It's a damn good, crazy run. And what I always thought, what I thought was cool was like with Ernie, rest in peace, you know, his, they were invited about 10 years ago. I had posted a photo recently that I had planned to post and it was the anniversary of the was stock and then not stock that, that Mitsubishi that it was there. And then somebody, you know, chimed in and said, Hey, yeah, his car, of course I knew it was going to be there, which I thought was amazing. When I wanted to ask you though, so I jumped kind of back off topic there for a second, but I wanted to go back to like some of the cruising that you saw, right? Or any of the stuff you saw in the city, whether it was at night with the lowrider guys or some of the stuff with well, the donuts. Yeah. Like, 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 my way that way. <laughs> yeah. Now, how, how was all that? Well, that was great. I, I reached out to a couple of different, uh, lowrider photographers that I'd found on, on Instagram. One was Lowrider Syndicate, and the other one was I can't even remember what the other one is. And but they, uh, the Lowrider Syndicate, they uh, they were the one that pointed me to this, and he he told me it was for a birthday and and for the debut or not debut birthday and something for the car. It, it's actually uh, I, what, I can't remember what it was. Fifty nine Impala, if I remember right, that was kind of being debuted out there and stuff and it's the black that's black one with the red uh inset on the striping and stuff and that that's really a bitching car oh yeah that they and and they he told me he goes yeah it'll be pretty hopping then they weren't wanting to make an announcement out on the 
you know, public on the internet, you had to basically ask where this was going to, or where it was at to, to find out where they were going to be, you know? And, uh, it was, it was definitely crazy. I mean, I'll hats off to the lowrider guys. Cause like, I couldn't believe how many of the, these guys are coming in with full show cars on back of rollback trucks. And it's, and Van Nuys is, is four lane. Well, actually it's six lanes in places of, streets and they just stop right in the middle of traffic they don't care what's going on and offload their cars you know i was just like holy cow but yeah and there was oh there was hundreds of low riders there they were parked everywhere and i don't even think i took half the pictures that i took of the cars and i bet i took close to close to 500 pictures of just low rider stuff you know yeah on saturday when i was out there and 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 it was funny because when they first started cruising, I first got there and guys were starting, cars were starting to show up and cruise and stuff. The cops came in and set up a DWI checkpoint right in the middle of where everybody was cruising. <laughs> so they just kind of moved the cruising down the street further. And and then uh, everybody was out there cruising and stuff. But about, oh, it was about 10 o'clock or so. It was really getting hopping out there, and there were so many cars cruising, and traffic was stop and go, and everybody was setting. And then, then the cops came in and started kind of taking block by block. And when it got down to like a three block area that everybody was like setting in and stuff, and cruising and stuff, and then the co- the uh, helicopters out with with the night sun shining on everybody and. Hey, that's when I was like, ah, I think it might be time to get the hell out of here. <laughs> so yeah, and and you realize now why. And for the listeners that don't know, we had Joey on from the Majestics, right? But there's the long term. Back in the day, they had the uh, the bumper sticker, and there's a hashtag, and I still use it today. Although you know, I'm not a hardcore lowrider guy. I love lowriders, but lowriding with an ing, lowriding is not a crime, right? Because typically, yeah. we kind of experienced something similar. Not to that extent, but on the New Year's Day cruise, the cut shop here locally, they have a cruise, and it was like all, everybody's hanging out, no trouble, whatever. Police rolled through, you know, and nothing against the police in general, right? I mean, it's just you know sometimes yeah. it's a, you know, there's a disturbance, you got a Karen or a Ken that calls, whatever, and of course they go, hey, you got to go, right? But it does, yeah. it, it does go to show you how crazy it can get. Well, it, I mean, there. Well, there, there was guys out there, and I've seen videos now of it. And I was, I wasn't that far up into traffic because I was still taking pictures. But they were shutting down intersections, and guys were hopping their cars and and three wheeling and stuff, you know. And and then when it started kind of getting pushed together, it seemed like the guy, the guys on their Harleys and stuff were coming out and and just doing massive smoke shows out there and stuff. And it was starting to really get crazy and stuff. And, but I, I couldn't believe uh, how many people were on the side of the street barbecuing, you know, and, and, and yeah, it was just like a total party. In fact, I had tacos with, I was sitting and talking to the guy and, and his wife offered me tacos. So I was standing there eating tacos with some people, you know, and, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> I was hoping that we were going to get hear some stories like maybe you went over to the corner, you know, the next r- road down, and you know, like got into it like a sideshow, you know, where they do the donuts and the in the part at the um, middle of the intersection, 
And then, you know, I could have thought, like, maybe Hank had been, like, training you to, like, start dancing <laughs> in between the cars. Because, now we wouldn't have wanted you to get hit, but we know Ruben would have posted the video. Ruben Artiaga. You know, because he posts all that crazy shit. Oh, I know. <laughs> dancing um, in the smoke. but It was funny because a lot of the times it was easier for me to go out in the middle of traffic and take pictures of the car than it was to get a picture from the sidewalk. And so I was out you know going out in the middle of the street and taking pictures and and i had people like you're gonna get hit you know and my typical response when somebody says that well it's not the first time so it'll be all right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. yeah if we can get you just doing like you know like a, a the gangsta dance i'll call it that because you know we don't want to we don't want to take sides on this podcast blue or red you know like so, you know, it like, would have been, been better if I would have been in the Santa suit out there taking pictures. Yeah, so. yeah. You got someone. You got someone like exactly. You got someone like Hank <laughs> that might be able. You know, he has a blood and a crypt tattoo. You know, and you can't always yeah. do that. And then you got some guys that got NC and ST tattoos. You know, but but you know, you got to be really patched in to do that. So you know, we don't want to. We don't want to take sides here. You know, but yeah. So I, 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 it was about midnight. I got back to the hotel Saturday night, and I was like. My, I actually, I kind of caught wind of that there was a mini truck gathering at a park in in the Ontario area or something, and I totally screwed up. And I I should have reached out to Frank from Custom Life, and I didn't because I knew he would have known. But I kind of was like looking through the post, and then I just decided I'm going to get up early in the morning and head for home, and so which I did. I just got up in the morning and. Yeah, you peeled just, out. You know, you bellowed. You yeah. got the smoke going. You did a quick burnout in the intersection, and you peeled out of town. Yeah, in the old spark, we took her out and powered down ahead of her home. Dude, they showed a video. I was looking at like some of the live footage on the local news station, and I could have been. I mean, I could have been wrong. I I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw your car doing donuts, and then you peeled out of town. And I was like, man, that's Matt right there. And I was like, but you know, we wouldn't turn you in, of course. You know, we we were cheering you on. You know. But, yeah. um, well, you know, I, uh, I had the car now, uh, almost six months and it's got one of them CD, CTV transmissions, which is basically a centrifugal clutch. And I have tried to do burnouts with it. And it just does not do it. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. transmission does not allow it. <laughs> yeah. And we can thank, I mean, I hate to keep coming back to Hank, but he's invented a lot of things. We can thank him because, you know, in his wild days, like in the 70s, you know, he would borrow people's cars and go nuts. So some of this stuff yeah, yeah. is, you know, it's it's coming down through the ranks, you know, to be able to, to you know, to keep the crazies like you. and I mean, like Hank, you know, like, you know, a bay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I kind of remember hitting some railroad tracks in, in somebody's <laughs> just to see how far we could fly in it. Right. And I was in high school, stuff like that, you know, exactly. and just stuff. That or go buy a fifty dollar car and take it to the river and go rooting it, you know, and just destroy it at the river. Dude. So well, was, you know, ended up at the river. <laughs> yeah, you know, we got to get our big homie and supporter Craig Braid back on. You know, he's up from your way, and I know yeah. there's got to be a, there's got to be a connection to DB Cooper. You know what I'm saying? I see the resemblance. Yeah. You know, so but I don't want to out anyone. You know, I mean, I don't want people knocking on his door. You know, Craig's like, Hey man, I'm just a mini trucker, you know, but I swear to you, I mean, you know about the guy DB Cooper up your way. Northwest legend. Yeah. The, 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 the uh, what I've heard is like, it's either you 
Craig Braid or Hank, one of you guys is kin to this guy. I'm you know? on Hank because I'm, I'm, I'm old, but I'm not that old. Well, dude, so, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't say the jumper. I said kin to him because, dude, I've oh. seen you with those same glasses on, and I swear that could have <laughs> been, you know, it could have been your uncle. I don't know. Well, that's, maybe that's why I don't wear my uh, hooded sweatshirt up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. Well, Matt, listen, dude. It's been cool talking to you a little bit about uh, gallivanting down to the Grand National Roadster Show. You're definitely keeping up with Mike. And then, of course, you know, some of your shenanigans, dude. Um, anything else you got to share before we roll into Chad Luke, dude? Everybody's waiting for Chad Luke. We're, we're naming this one Difficult Times, but they're definitely looking up, and, and that'll make sense, you know, mm-hmm. hearing all the great stuff from Chad. Now, I don't really have a whole lot other than, you know, I hope, uh, I hope some of the guys out of the uh, – the West Coast down south for their make it up this year for uh, the Perfect Poises crew, Northwest Cruise. Yes. Because that, I mean, that is actually, it, I mean, you're in God's country making making the loop out here. But uh, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a good cruise. And then uh, you know, relaxed, uh, the, the Awakening's kind of on the fence. They did make an announcement here the first of the week. And, you know, but. I don't know how, how far that's gone, you know, if people know it about that or not, and I'll leave it at that. So Yeah, it looks like they were gonna for this year it wasn't gonna happen is is the intel yeah. that I had and, and some of the stuff I saw. Yeah. So but we are excited to talk a little bit about Cruise of the Pines as well as um, the cruise in the northwest. And I know uh, one of the homies had reached out to talk about Cruise of the Pines and we'll do that this year and, and try to promote that stuff as much as possible. But you know, we always right encourage on. people, you know, get out there and go to the shows because it is important. I mean, you never know, but a show could go away in a poof, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and, and the, the cool thing about that, the Northwest Cruise is it's it's all on private property at a private lake, you know, and it's the people that own it encourage everybody to come out and camp and stuff, and yeah, it's it's a good deal. Yeah, so for real, I, I like it because it's about seven miles from the house. Dude, so <laughs> dude, don't rub it in. You know what I mean? Because I mean, Mike's talking about driving. He wants to fly to Key West, right, and go to the southernmost tip. I don't know why yeah. he's talking about that, but he wants to go just to the tip, apparently, all the way down. But then he <laughs> wants to drive. He said he wants to drive to that show. Then he's going to drive to Alaska. Then he said he wants to swim across the Bering Strait. And I was like, Mike, dude. I mean, listen. There's only one guy. Let's be honest. I know <laughs> that could do that as Hank. So, you know, let's just throw that out there. I uh, when when I first graduated from high school, I oh, took boy. a job with a, with a company that I traveled, and I was pretty fortunate. And I got to go to most eastern north or northeastern tip, most southern eastern tip western eastern tip and well i live here in the northwest so you know i've been to all four i can say i've been to all four quarters of the united states so wow <laughs> yeah just the tip for a minute though right yeah just the tip but right. yeah and you know a lot, of, a lot of people don't realize that i drive most of that i just i mean I, i'd rather drive than fly so yeah no i don't blame you well I'm not, listen I'm not driving, but i just rather drive so yep well listen dude we thank you for coming on uh, Not a problem, we appreciate you, you being a foot soldier out there and representing the scene as much as you do, more importantly yeah. than anything else. But on top of that, thanks for being a supporter, a listener, and just a good homie. You know what I mean? 
and I get to listen. I get to talk to my favorite Florida man. You know, dude. So. Dude, I'm, I know some secrets have to stay, but you know, maybe on the anniversary of that fist fight that Hank and I got into last year, you know, that altercation, we might have yeah. to share some of the photos. You know what I mean? Or or do a whole podcast about it. But you know, some people there were go. there and they saw the firsthand. You know, the, the fist flying. Hey, I do. I do have one other thing I need to say. Okay. I gotta. I gotta give uh, my daughter Kaylee. It's her twentieth birthday today. Oh, so let's give a big happy Biz Orn Day. From ODB yeah. and the entire Airhead Nation, and listen, right just on. tell her she's got one more year of like not having to worry about all the adult problems in the world. So just yeah. tell her to kick back, relax, you know, shoot some b-ball outside of the school because you know if a couple of guys come around and they're acting up, she might get shipped to Bel Air. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but listen, yeah. dude, we we sincerely appreciate you, brother. We'll see you very soon at Lone Star Throwdown, I believe. Um, I actually, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do that this year. I kind of wanted to, but I think Mini I'm going to curtail. I'm going to curtail a lot of shows this year just because I am throwing money at a couple projects that I would really like to see get done here Dude, pretty soon. No problem, bro. We'll see you soon, and we're going to get crazier than we ever have, dude. All legal, not illegal. That's right. Right on. Be good, man. Hey, have fun tonight with your daughter, and you guys uh, be, be, you know, be very nice and fun. Yeah, stay out of trouble. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll see you, man. We're going to roll in now to Chad Luke. We want to thank Mini Truck Showdown. Kern County showdown that just happened, but Mini Truck Showdown is going to be the first weekend in June. We are planning to be out there. We're looking forward to it. And again, thank you to Orange Beach Invasion, one of our title sponsors with Custom Car Show Productions. We will be talking to Lauren soon about OBI, which is the last weekend in March, Orange Beach, Alabama. Matt, we appreciate you, brother. Be good. Yep, you too. Take it easy, man. Good talking with you. Yes, sir. We at you. Late. Yo, thank you, Matt, for coming on. We're getting ready to roll into the audio with Chad and Ruben. Thanks so much for these guys coming on. Want to say breaking news earlier this week, midweek, there was an announcement that Snoop Dogg had officially acquired the rights to Death Row Records. Crazy to think, you know, officially they started in 91. You know, most of us think back to 92, Nine Deuce. Chronic came out, of course, 30 years ago this year in December. You know, Deep Cover really kind of kicked it off. That song, unfortunately, is not available for streaming because I think it's officially on Solar Records. It was on the the Deep Cover soundtrack. So hopefully we know Snoop's going to do great with ownership, but uh, we got to start seeing, like, the Murder Was the Case soundtrack and so many of these other classics come out for streaming. Death Row Records did a little bit better job with kind of bringing out Pain, which wasn't on the main soundtrack for Above the Rim. A lot of cool stuff, you know, in the future that we can talk about, but there's a lot of shelved albums that Death Row was trying to kind of uh, put out this last year or so, and a lot of it, I think, fell kind of flat. So I have a feeling that we'll hear some more music from Tupac in the future, and I'm so looking forward to the Pepsi halftime show this weekend. I think it's going to be amazing. They're talking about one of the greatest performances of all time, from a hip-hop standpoint. But that was breaking news. I wanted to share that. And uh, I want to remind everyone, uh, thank you so much to our title sponsors, including Custom Car Show Productions. Their next event is Orange Beach Invasion. Last weekend in March, we'll have Lauren on to talk about it soon. Come on out, gallivant down to Orange Beach, Alabama. It's springtime, and it's beautiful, great venue. And then, oh, by the way, Corey and team 
are getting ready. First weekend in June, we're going to be out in Las Vegas for Mini Truck Showdown. And Corey's been on before. We'll be talking to him more. Uh, can't thank him enough for all the support. In closing, I want to remind you guys that uh, on our lifestylepodcast.com, we do have a couple of sales. Our original kind of Live Life Topless, which played off of the Sega Genesis Outrun game. Those shirts are on sale while supplies last. And if you want to use the code LST2022, you can pick up your order. You have to attend Lone Star Throwdown, but you can come by the booth. We'll have those orders pulled to the side. We will not ship them, so you don't have to spend the extra cost. But if you want to get in on that sale of the Live Live Topless, the Sega Genesis shirt, and anything else, you can buy it now. Use code LST2022. And again, you come by our booth. We have one of the best spots there, thanks to Lonnie and Radar. And you can pick up your order. So again, you'll eliminate the shipping cost there. So thanks again for all the support. We're going to roll into audio. This is a great interview. And stay uh, with us through the end. Uh, We'll put some of the banter that Mike and I had at the very beginning. We'll put the whole little kind of uncut segment so you get a little bit of uh, gist into why we were talking about, you know, regulators and hoses and different area codes is all right, y'all. We got you. Peace. Yo, yo. So as I mentioned here earlier, we got Chad Luke coming back to the podcast, but we got Ruben. And Ruben, thanks so much for helping out and kind of I know you recently linked up with Chad, and we're like, dude, this is the good time to maybe level set and, and just touch base with him. But how you doing, Ruben? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well now. I'm doing pretty well. Um, I've been under the weather here for the last couple of weeks, kind of getting over it now, and and glad to be back on the podcast. And yeah, yeah we, uh, we've been playing tag with Chad here, you know, wanting to have him on and stuff. And uh, I, I guess right now is probably not a better, probably the best time than any. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm glad you're feeling better and Chad, dude, it's always good linking up. You know, over the years, we've had you on a couple times, and I always love seeing you. Of course, you were at Eastbound Get Down, but dude, how you doing? Uh, Jay, I'm doing good, and 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 dude, I'm just like I said, dude. It's, <clears throat> I mean, the weather's kind of been kind of crappy here, but uh, other than that, man, just been enjoying things, man. You know, family time most of all, and then you know, I always love talking to you guys and uh, and, and being on the podcast, man. It's it's, it's an honor. You know, and Ruben, man, I had such a great time. I have to tell you this. I had such a great time at SEMA with you. But <laughs> next time I link up with you at SEMA, I tell you this, man, we are not going to keep on with those drinks like we did. <laughs> oh, dude, I, you know, I somehow I knew this was going to come up. And, you know, it, again, dude, I had a blast. I, I don't there came to, I'll be honest. There came a point in the time of that night that I don't remember. I don't even remember getting back to my room. But, um, you know, here I am, I, I'm, again, I, I, I'm being honest, here I am thinking I only had like two drinks the whole night. Dude, and you've been hanging out with Hank out, too no. much. You've been hanging out with Hank too much. I, I'm sure Hank was there at some point or another that night, man. But no, man, it was a blast. Most definitely one of the funnest themas for myself in a very long time. Dude. Amazing. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Definitely, definitely. i tell you what, Ruben, I, I, when it got to the point where – you were kind of slurring a little bit. I was like, yeah, he's really, really feeling it. So, you know what? I was like, man, let's go to the D-Bar, man, outside right here in Fremont. I was like, I got to get this guy another drink, you know? <laughs> so, dude, I just kept feeding you drinks, feeding you drinks, and I think we were like three or four in, 
And then we, we started with the smalls and then we just went to the talls after that. And I was like, man, I was like, dude, he's really, really feeling it. You know? Oh, dude, I, I felt it the next day. I mean, well, I kept on going back to the concession stand at the, at the convention center, just getting Gatorade, just trying to hide. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember seeing you the next morning. Um, I think we, we were trying to link up to get on the bus to, to do the shuttle. And I remember seeing you sitting in the hotel and I like, you were just sitting there waiting, man. You were looking at man, your head was down. I, I walked up and I was like, I was like, Ruben, I was like, man, are you going to make it this morning? He's like, man, I don't know. I was like, yeah, you had a, a little bit to drink to last night, you know? So. <laughs> you know, and, and I honestly now, I, I only do that maybe once a year and that's, that's my week to do it. So. It's right. all good, right. you know. Yeah. Well, well, what better what better way to do it, man, at, at an event like that? You know. Oh yeah. Every everyone you know is there in the scene. I mean, it's just great. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a, like I said, I had the blast. I mean, uh, hanging out with Jay and you, of course, and everyone else, and Ron and and Chris, and you know, it's just it's just great. It's just it's wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Ruben, now you know, I mean, you know, for the listeners, now they know like what Hank. I mean, so Hank's like three sixty five. You know, I mean, he, you know, like the, the what do they say? A year there's three hundred and sixty four and a quarter days or something. Like Hank loves when it's leap year because he's like, dude, there's an extra day in the year for me to just to get buzzed out, dude. You know what I mean? Oh man, that guy, <laughs> that guy is throttled down twenty four. Yeah, we're just trying to get on his level. But I'll tell you this. I don't know if you've ever been. What's the restaurant you took us to at SEMA? We ended up, I wanted to go two nights in a row. I love that place, Ruben. That was uh, the Pepper Mill. Pepper Mill, dude. That was a cool place. If you've never been there, uh, you got to check it out, guys. And, and dude, it was. It, and what was funny is it wasn't that far from where we were at. But, I mean, dude, it was good food. Yeah, it's, it's literally walking distance from the, from the convention center and – uh, really good food, and you know the lounge in the back kind of looks like a strip club, dude. But you know, Chad, the lounge in the back, I thought that I was in like that they timed warped me into Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Like it was no like, way, man. Dude, way. It was all the yeah, mirrors it, dude. and dude, it was sick. <laughs> it was good times. So let's jump right in, dude. You know, Ruben had linked up with Chad recently, and it's always good. Like we've we've kind of said, you know, it's always good linking up with you, Chad, and. Um, just this past weekend when we linked up with Jeremy Bumpus, you know, we were able to get a couple of the clubs together and here we are, you know, repping R-A-S-T and N-C on one podcast. I love doing it, but what, what was awesome is, you know, we'll start with this, right? Cause we're going to, we're going to plug OLP, um, you know, tip of the cap to you, man. Cause you know, we, we introduced a new uh, award this year to kind of level set. We got the old school mini truck, we got mini truck of the year, and then we got truck of the year. And Mike and Ruben and I and Josh Ellis and you know some of the crew, we talked so much about like who who is it, and it wasn't just my pick. Uh, you know, you earned it, and I tell you what, that truck, uh, Ruben alluded, it's been on a freaking tear, dude, and and we're so proud of you, homie. Man, I appreciate it, guys. I really, really appreciate it. It was, it was, it was a rough. I, I'm going to say it was a, it was a cool year. It's one of the best ones I've ever come out with, and. Towards, you know, the end, I, I'm going to tell you guys, man, I, I really, really kind of got discouraged towards the end of the year, like before the SEMA thing. And then, man, I, I, when SEMA, you know, being invited to bring the truck and, and, and when SEMA hit, it's like, you know, it was a couple weeks, like even with Slamfest, you know, I felt that I was kind of losing touch with the truck, I guess. And I, I felt like, man, you know, I think I had a good run just in a couple months that I was, you know, out there with the truck and, and man, I, I kind of, I was losing touch with the truck and I was like, you know what, when, when Jim Stewart called me and I, and you know, he gave me that invite, man, with Scorpion and stuff, man. And, and he hooked me up and I was like, you know what? I think this is the fire I need to, to be 
just to push more with the truck and, and to get it out there more and, and to do things. And, you know, a lot of people kept telling me that, you know, you're patient, you know, you, you were patient, you know, that whole time building the truck. And, you know, when you got it out there, uh, it was a patience thing with you. You didn't worry about the, you know, the exposure, you didn't worry about this or you didn't worry about that. And I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, well, you know what, man, I, I was just glad to be back on the show field, you know, being yeah. off of that show field for, for a year, a year and a half, even almost two years. Cause I want to say it was like maybe 17 or 18, you know, for Signic, the last year Signic is the yeah. last time I brought the single cab out. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's when I hooked up with you, you know, you know, at Jared's and man, you know, that was a hard thing for me because man, I, I got so adapted with, even with the single cab, you know, it had great exposure and, Man, getting out there to the show field and, you know, back to the show field, especially keeping everything under wraps, you know, like no one knew what was going on. And everyone just kept thinking, oh, he's just going to body drop his truck or he's, you know, know, he's taking a break. He's, you know, he's going to work on a couple of things, change a couple of things. And then, man, just to come out that one time to mini nats. And I'm going to tell you, I was so freaked out going to mini nats, you know, that whole entire ride. I, I think I got about seven hours in truck on the trailer, David DeCorver and his wife behind me following me, you know, when we linked up and I was like, man, I don't really think anybody's going to dig it, you know? And I was really, really nervous, you know, going to that show for the first time after like almost two years of not showing, you know? And then man, just the hit that it did all weekend. I was like, man, you know what? I think I really built something special. Yeah. Yeah, you did. And what was cool, because Ruben, you know, when Chad's talking here, it, it reminded me like, obviously, Right before SEMA, we did the SEMA preview, what was cool, and you talked about, and I think we even hit on that, like, you know, it it was almost like, wow, you know, like, dude, like, how many, how often do you get the time, Uh, or how often do you get the opportunity, and then, you know, remember we were talking, chat about how, like, I was like, well, dude, you know, you got to take the time off, and your wife's like, yeah, you know, don't miss out, so, you know, to me, it was like if you if you take you know mini nats, you know, mid to to end of April, and then you add on and you go to SEMA, you know, you're talking like basically a five six months run, right? But you know, right. you, you obviously right. you went to a lot of shows and stuff like that too. And what I think was what I think was interesting, and Ruben, you probably have done this over the years, is like when I talked to Chad. I know there's some shows where like, you know, you have to just get up and you, you, you put the truck on the trailer and you get in the rig and you're, you're rolling solo, you know, but that's the dedication that it takes because, you know, you're kind of going, well, dude, I worked on this truck for all these years. Like I, I, I want to get it out there. Right. So that, that's the, that's right. a struggle that I sometimes had. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, you, you work on something so, so much and, and you put your heart and soul into it. You know, yeah, you're building your dream truck, but, you know, you want that reassurance from other people and, and everyone, you know, like, you know, hey, wow, you know, great job, pat on the back. And, dude, I, I know how you feel, Chad. I, I've been there, bud. And, and you know, and, and for, like I said, first and foremost, man, you build it for yourself. And it, it's it, it's a total, I don't know, I guess an encouragement to go even farther when you have, you know, the public's, you know, the way the public takes it and, 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 and embraces it. Right. I think I think you nailed it, buddy. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you guys, too, man, you know, I really, really don't speak enough about this guy. But, man, my best friend, Jeremy LeBlanc, you know, with the with the rodeo, I don't speak enough about this guy. And, you know, behind the scenes, you know, Jeremy has taken a break. I guess you want to call it the last year. Mm -hmm. And, man, as soon as Jeremy finished that rodeo, my truck sat single cab in his in his shop and it sat for like six months and 
me and Jeremy just came up with this master plan, like what we were going to do. Right. And man, it was just, you know, Jeremy's like, you know what, man, I really want to see you have something really, really cool. And I mean, you really, really deserve it. And man, whatever it's going to take, I don't care if I need to help you, you know, financially wise, whatever it's going to take, you know, he, he extended everything to me as far as the use of his shop, mm -hmm. the use of his tools. You know, I was bringing half of my garage over to that shop, you know, and man, you know, it's like Jeremy came with me to pick up the cab. I bought the cab from Mark Zerati, you know, and oh, man, really? I would never forget, man. I, I was actually on family vacation in Dallas with the wife and the kids, you know, we were at the indoor water park place hotel thing. And, um, man, I'm laying in bed that late that night. And, you know, I looked at my wife and I said, Mark Zerati just posted that crew cab for sale. And me and Jeremy's been talking about it. And I said, it's a really, really great price. You know, Mark hooks me up. Bam. I send the message. Hey man, I, I got this in PayPal and I'm, I'm going to send it to you. You know, I want that cab. He's like, it's yours, man. So I PayPal him right away. Within 10 minutes of seeing the post, you know, the cab was mine. It was bought, Boom. you know, Jeremy, Jeremy, we drove, I want to say two o'clock in the morning. We left on a Saturday morning. We drove, we made a turn and burn, came straight back with the cab, you know, Sunday morning at like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, you know, we unloaded this thing and we looked at it in the shop and man, it was rough. You know, it was, it was beat a lot. The firewall was pulled out, you know, it had dents. The roof was, the rockers were gone, you know, everything was basically beat up on it, but it was a good canvas and it was a good experience. Jeremy's like, man, you know what? We're going to rebuild this and we're going to make it better than it could have ever been, you know? And we just started throwing ideas around and man, before you knew it, that little whiteboard kept filling up with different things to do, you know? <laughs> and, um, and, and man, the master plan was there, but for six months, almost a year, you know, um, after owning the cab, you know, I, I showed the single cab that one last time. And, um, Finally, Jeremy calls me. We're we're both on vacation for the holidays, for Christmas holidays, you know, for like three weeks off. Jeremy calls me up Friday morning and says, hey, man, let's uh, let's get started on your truck. You know, we tore into it. And within two weeks, man, we had a full full frame built. It was done. The frame was done. It was, Everything was welded up. And we already had fitted the cab on in like two weeks, you know, yeah. body mounts welded on. And uh, Jeremy's like, you know what? Here comes the fun part. Let's start doing all the cool stuff now. You know, we got this thing laying exactly like we want it. We got the suspension under wraps. Everything's good. I mean, I, I went and got driveline made, um, you know, started cutting the harness, extending the harness, you know, extending all the fuel lines, you know, extending all the wiring to the taillights and fuel pumps and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And and man, it was just it was a blast. Like it was the funnest times I was having in the shop with Jeremy for like those three weeks, you know, four weeks. And then, of course, you know, I went back to work and then. I'm like, man, this is never going to get done. You know, I'm working January, February. And then, of course, you know, what happens? You know, yeah, COVID, COVID hits. Yeah. And, yeah. and then I was fortunate that I worked for a great company, you know, my daytime job. And uh, my company actually told us, you know, you guys are basically you're um, non-essential. So you don't really have to be here. You know, uh, we're going to send you home. We're going to pay you full in full like every single week. And when we need you, we'll call you yeah. to come in to do jobs and, and under these, you know, precautions. Yep, yep. So for, uh, for almost nine months, uh, I sat, I got up every single morning and I went to the shop seven days a week Wow. and I worked on, and I worked on the truck every single day for either tw 10, 12, 14 hours, Damn. just nonstop. If I would, 
I was just trying to cross everything that I can cross off that whiteboard, you know, and making a punch list. And I, I would sit sometimes for an hour or two hours and, you know, I would look at everything and I'm like, okay, let me get on the phone. Let me order this. Let me order this. It'll be here in a couple of days. That won't hold me up because I can do this, you know? Yep. So, and man, and Damn. you know, Jeremy was back at work and he, he would just check in in the evenings and he's like, Oh, you need help getting the cab back off. Let's get the cab off. So we jacked the cab off. We'd move the frame, you know, or we would, we would fabricate this. I'd weld it all up, bolt it all in, you do whatever I had to do. And then Jeremy would go about his business, you know, <clears throat> but you know, I don't speak enough about him. You know, he is my best friend. I mean, I, I, I love the guy to death. There's nothing I wouldn't do for that guy. You know, yep. um, he has, he has helped me basically create my dream truck. And, you know, and it's funny because this four door was just something that we had talked about originally. And after building Jeremy's rodeo, I had got bitten by the SUV bug. So yeah, I was so in love with the rodeo when it was done. And I still am today because I really think it is a unique vehicle that you just don't see on the show field. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's only um, been a few then, of them built, you know, like that style. Ex- exactly. You go, you go to shows, Ruben, Jay, and you don't see them, you know? So I got bit bad, and I was like, man, do I just want to buy a forerunner, you know, and leave <laughs> right. my truck alone and just start over? And then Jeremy come up with this master plan, you know, like, man, you should just find a four-door. He said, you got everything you need to build the truck that you need to build. He said, you obviously need four doors. You need more room. He said, there aren't a lot of them out there. The ones that are out there – you can make unique. I know you can. Yeah. You know? So that's what I did, man. As I was building it, I was studying every single four-door that was built out there. And I was looking at everything that everybody was doing. And I was like, man, everybody's, you know, like the two that had the short beds, you know, oh, uh, you know, they, they got short beds. I was like, I don't want a short, I don't want the stubby bed. I want the full bed, mm-hmm. you know? Well, everybody that had the full bed, they were shaving the body line off the bed. And I was like, no, I want that body line. Mm-hmm. So that means I got to do something with the back doors or with the cab corners, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so my biggest thing was, I was like, you know what? I haven't seen single cab cab corners grafted in to carry that body line. Oh. And I said, I'm also, I also ended up taking a set of front door corners and grafted those into the back doors to match the body line and match oh. all the jam lines, oh. you know? So and then rebuilding all the inside the jams, rebuilding all the inside the doors to make it look like OEM, like Toyota built it that way, you know. Um, and, and tip of the cap to David DeCorver because man, he came, you know, with the full force, you know, from Florida, twelve weeks in a row, busting. I mean, but like in you know Friday morning he would show up around nine ten o'clock, and you know we'd work till ten eleven o'clock at night. You know, I'm running for food, for materials, and this and that. And, man, he would just get it. And David did a spectacular job on the truck as far as, you know, the body work. You know, he in 12 weeks, we had this thing fully primed and blocked, I want to say, at least five or six times. Oh, yeah. You know? And, and I mean, it, it was just amazing to see it come together, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, like I said, I just I just don't um, – without some of my camera brothers that, that – pulled at the last minute with me and, and and i don't give them a lot of credit like i should and 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 this is the time that i will because you know without a jeremy and his shop and his knowledge and his tools and the amount of years i mean he's he's easily 20 plus mid maybe years in camber you know of building vehicles and not just the integra you know he's had 
an S10 that he's built. He's built other things besides that, you know? So just his knowledge of everything and me building something from the frame up for the very first time myself, you know, it was just, it was great to, to just take in all the knowledge from Jeremy, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, I, I had, you know, David, and then I also had like, you know, uh, Ryan Frederick, who we call cheese, uh, that lives right around the block. From right, us. right. She, she's that actually stepped away for a little while, you know, from the club. And, and he just kind of, he got into a lot of hot rods and stuff like that. Well, man, he got bitten by the bug by passing <laughs> by, you know, and, and dude, he would stop in, he would just pick up a little bit of sandpaper, man, and start sanding and this and that. And before you knew it, man, she's just there like almost every weekend, you know, helping <laughs> out. So, yeah. Yeah. And Ruben, you've been around a long time. And when you think about, you know, I, I think I've said this over the years on the podcast that, a lot of times, if you look at a lot of these badass builds, whether it's you know some at the Grand National Roadster Show or something like what we're talking about with Chad, oftentimes it's a group collaboration. You know, not everybody, not not all of us have the money to drop something off and just be like, boom, you know, do all this stuff. So to me, the camaraderie of hanging out with the homies, and, and to Chad's point, I don't think Ruben, we don't, you know, that's one of the reasons why we started the podcast. Like for for someone like Chad to be able to give some props to some homies because. A lot of times we end up just like assuming that, hey, the homies know that we helped. And, and Ruben, you know, like over the years, like how much, you know, a club brother or someone, a fellow, uh, a fellow homie in the scene, how much it means to a build. Right, Ruben? Right. No, no kidding. You know what? And um, I personally, I'd love to have the money to, you know, write a check and here, build this for me. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it, it it's such an incredible feeling and, 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 you know, just the memories, you know, of, of Chad with you and your friends, you know, out there doing this. And, you know, I mean, those memories, I guess, are more valuable than being able to write a check, you know. <laughs> and, um, again, life experience, you know, that that's something you're probably going to cherish for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, one of the things, too, guys, that, you know, maybe I didn't touch on, but, you know, I can remember like David DeCorver's first year of his show Sparks at the Park. And it's it was very, very shortly, uh, like maybe a couple months after I had picked up this cab and it was just sitting in Jeremy's shop. Man, I can remember being at David's first year show, right? And man, I get a text message from Jeremy. He's like, Hey man, how's the show? And I'm like, Oh man, I'm just you know, I come brought the awards that I made for David and uh, you know, I'm hanging out just with all the camera guys, all the severed guys, you know, relaxed guys. Everybody was there, you know, and I was like, man, I'm just hanging out. You know, I said, I think I'm going to come back tomorrow. I'm going to, you know, work on the truck some, you know, and he's like, man, you know what? He said, man, enjoy yourself tomorrow, man. He said, uh, I think I'm going to go to the shop and I might do a couple things to the truck. Well, then 20 minutes later, I get a, you know, text message from, from Pooh, Jared, <laughs> who's in severed ties. Yeah. And Pooh says, man, he, he sends me a picture of him. They have completely like gutted and cleaned all the cab out. Like it had all the <laughs> interior in the truck when I bought it in the in the cab. Mm-hmm. And man, they they completely bagged and tagged everything and took the whole entire interior out and got it ready for me. Basically, you know. Yeah, and that's what I think. We're we sometimes miss that in the scene because we're all busy and the you know and we have careers on this. But to be able to make the time, like you you kind of proved, although maybe the little bit of time away from your family, but like. There's homies like like Pooh and you know Jared that that might go, hey man, I like doing this kind of stuff. You know, I mean, like me, I'm not a fabricator, but I like taking the interior stuff apart. So it's cool that you're kind of describing how a lot of people played the part in the uh, the build, Chad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I, I, like I said, Dave, man, he's you know I, I don't I I don't feel like I've ever given enough credits to some of these guys, you know, and and I mean 
man, without these guys, these, this truck would never be what it is, you know? And, and I remember, you know, even like on one of the, I want to say, I think it was like after scraping the coast, you know, I remember Mike saying, you know, like tip of the cap to Chad Luke, yeah. you know, because he, you know, went in best mini truck at, at scraping the coast, you know, yep. and he's got a lot of, you know, his good friends that he should be thanking and this and that, you know, for, for building a badass truck. Well, you know, that's the thing, man. I, I was just so caught up, I guess, oh, in the yeah. moment of, 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 of going right. out, wanting to get the truck out the shows, like you had said earlier. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, w- I would just load the truck up like on a Thursday, you know, and then either peel out Thursday night or Friday morning by myself. Every show that yeah. I've been to, you know, whether it's been Spark Show, you know, or, you know, where, wherever I have been yep. with the truck all last year, I have always traveled by myself yep. you know I, I i never called picked up the phone and asked anyone hey you guys want to come to the show or this and that because my main concern was to just get the truck out there and let mm-hmm. everyone see it what it is and yep. such and such you know and, and i mean had a blast had a blast you know and and one of the things that kind of you know i felt like man i just didn't like i was always either you know you know i was in you you guys booth or i was yep. you know I was inside at this show, and it, so it really, really felt like home to me at Eastbound Get Down, which just passed a couple weeks ago, you know? Yep. To be able to be on that killer lineup, if you guys didn't see it, you know, with that camber lineup that we had, man, it was just like all the minis, like oh. on one side, and like all the full sizes on one side. Man, it's just like it was a killer lineup. And, you know, I even took a note from, you know, playing back the Ernie Macias you know, OLP when, um, I want to say it might've been Brian, Brian Goop, you know, he, he had said something about, you know, Ernie was picky about that kind of stuff, like how they parked, you know, and, and how they parked their shows. Like he wanted to park the minis and this and that. So, you know, I got together with Mike. I said, Hey Mike, I know this is your state. You know, I said, but man, you know, it'd be cool. I said, man, I want to take a, a, you know, a page out of Ernie's, book and i want to be able to park the minis all together and i want to be able to park the full sizes all together or maybe the dualies together or maybe the full sizes here or the suvs here or the cars here and have them all like that man i said because you know what i think it it really represents the different makes and the models you know so i and i remember that because like i said dude i listen to you guys every week oh yeah you know and i and I, and, and, and i take the notes of everything that I love listening to the OGs come on, man, and talk about the old days and, yeah. and such and such, you know. And, and as far as, you know, like I listen to like a couple other podcasts as well, mm-hmm. you know. You know, the one of them, I think it's the uh, the two crazy guys up in the mountains over there. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't CD know. there. We love those guys. <laughs> oh, yes, great. You know, and I haven't met those guys yet, but I'm going to tell you, man, I, I have been listening to those guys. They're um, fun, right? They're, they're, oh, they're yeah. episode 50 when they – when when Justin Wyatt came on with that state yep. of the scene, yes, man, I'm gonna tell you, man, he really that really hit home to me. Oh yeah, you know, it's a good episode, and, and, and it's a very good episode. And and what Justin said at the end of that that episode, man, you know, about the state of the scene, about how being humble, you know, and such and such, and and I appreciate the accolades with my truck and what it has become and what it has done and this and that. But now, like. I feel it's just time for me to just enjoy the truck, yeah. you know, and, and, and I know there's always some about somebody out there with a bigger checkbook than, than what I'll ever have. And, and someone's going to come out 
very, very soon, most likely with a killer bill that's probably, and, and this will eventually fade away. And I understand that, you know, but I, I just, me personally, I'm, I want to be as humble as possible and appreciate, you know, for what it is now and, and just enjoy it. Yep. You know? Oh yeah. And, and Ruben, you've been around a lot of big builds, you know, you think back to recipe, Sean Carlson, like with Woodrunner, and you think of the early days of last look and stuff. And then even Sean Dells was sideshow. But to me, the cool thing is, is that, you know, this truck, like you said, has had a, an amazing run so far, but the, the true, I think iconic trucks, they last, you know, can't say forever because you know we haven't got to that point yet but they last a very long time and i think chad like you know you're out the opportunity now where like you said you enjoy it some but the good thing is you know like me it's been 10 years this may since i debuted my truck and i i still get joy out of going hey you know big body custom interiors did my interior and and jimmy built this truck and josh painted it and you know there's a lot of other guys right ron francis wiring they'll they'll still reposting stuff right but that's the cool thing right. because, you know, you have the mindset of the humbleness versus going around, mm-hmm. you know, and being Mr. Cocky and being like, oh, man, I got the best shit, the best shit. Because to your point, I mean, like Absolutely. Mike Tyson was the greatest and, and he got knocked out, you know? Right. And it's the thing, Jay, like, you know, and you, and you bring up your truck. It, it, and this is this is this is something that you're probably going to, you know, you probably heard like a million times. But you know what? You bring up your truck. And I, and I love Bada Bing, Thanks, you know, man. And, and I'm going to tell you, I remember your debut at Bada Bing. Wow. Which I want to say was uh, Showfest. Yeah. Whenever they had it at the casino up yep. there in Tunica. Oh. Yeah. So I remember, I remember your debut, man, and I remember drooling over your interior and the truck all as a general. And I'm like, man, this is some serious, like, <laughs> badass work. It's serious, everything, dude. And I and I remember it right, you know, quite well because I mean, dude, you know, I was a full size guy. Like I sure, had full sure. sizes, you know. I started with my my F one fifty, you know. Uh, featured in his sport truck. And then, you know, I, I, I took it and body dropped it in my driveway, you know, and, um, you know, traditional body dropped it in my driveway, you know, painted the wheels, you know, redid the interior, did motor work, took it out to scraping the coast for the first time. And, you know, boom, street trucks, you know, shoots it that weekend, you know? Boom. So, you know, I, I just, I, I, I just want to stay as humble as possible these days, man. And just enjoy my truck now. Um, I, I feel like it's done everything that it could possibly do it, to me and more. Uh, and I just want to enjoy it. And I, you know, I want to enjoy, especially being this year, you know, negative camera, 30 years, you know, I, I'm, I'm very, very proud to be a part of that group, you know, and, and I, and I take a lot of pride in that, that little logo on the my back oh, yeah. glass, you know, and, and, and I mean, dude, just to be a part of that and, and to be a part of the scene, man, it's just, it's great. Yeah, you know? there's nothing greater yeah. right now for us. And, and Ruben, like when you think back to just, you know, all the iconic trucks, like, you know, you've had some cool stuff, right? I mean, you even had a truck that was on a cover that um, wasn't even featured in there, right? It was the wheel and tire guide, right? Some people right. forget about that right. truck. And, you know, you've had some cool stuff. And you've been around a long time. I think, you know, to me, like from a brother, you know, in the scene to, to Chad, you know, I love – you know, where his mindset is right now, right? And now a lot of that hard work's been done, and now it's like, you know, you can you can sit back and you can enjoy a little bit, right, Ruben? Right, and, you know, most definitely, you know, uh, a lot of – there's a lot of guys out there, and, and uh, you know, I, I, I think I'm guilty of it as well. Is you put a lot of time and effort and, you know, money in, into something, and then you're almost – I'm not going to say scared, but very hesitant to enjoy it. And, you know, 
the mm-hmm. older that I'm getting, I mean, the, the full size that I'm building right now, um, it's, I catch myself going backwards on what I wanted out of that truck at first. You know, at first I wanted full frame, powder coated and this and that. And then now I'm like, you know, I want to be able to drive this. I want to be able to get in it. And if I'm out in the middle of nowhere and get caught in the rain, you know, so be it, you know, but, yep. um, you know, it, it's like I said, we come a point in our time where it's like, you know, I'm going to enjoy this. And, and I'm glad to see that you are driving that truck and you are enjoying it, Chad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you guys, man, like, I, you know, there's another guy that, that I don't, you know, I, I, I basically, I, I, we text or we talk every single day now, but the truck has not just, you know, brought maybe joy to certain people or such and such or whatever. But, you know, this truck has brought me closer to, uh, to making new friendships with people, you know, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to say it, but Joey Whitby over there out out there in Arizona, you know, Mm -hmm. who has relaxed taco now, you know, and, you know, and he has taken care of that truck, you know, so much, you know, he's recently, it's, it's, he's having some, some touch-ups done. Matt Hutchinson, I think is doing some touch-ups on the truck. Uh, he's repairing a couple things that from over the years, you know, to keep the truck fresh. And, you know, we talk iconic trucks a lot, you know, and I mean, I can remember that truck, you know, on the cover, you know, and, and oh, yeah. it's just, just flipping through the pages and being, man, that's a badass truck, you know? Yeah. So I, re- and I remember it, but Joey of all guys, man, I'm going to tell you, and he, he laughs with me all the time. Cause he's like, man, I listen to the podcast he's a good and they're dude. always talking. They're always talking about you, Chad. They're always talking about you all the time <laughs> on the podcast. So you know what? It's time maybe to talk about Joey. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Joey, man, I, I met Joey. So Joey actually had a crew cab, you know, and, and it, right. was just, it was just bagged. And he was driving it, and he was having a ball with it. I, I would always see him, you know, on Facebook. Never really knew the guy. Um, we might have messaged maybe one or two times. And then, um, you know, when he bought Relax Taco, I knew he had that as well, but he still had the crew cab. And he was one of the guys I was actually taking cues from, you know, like as I was building my truck, you know, because he had a crew cab, full size bed. He had shaved the bed, but he had a couple of things done on his that I wanted to, you know, do a little differently, you know. So, I, you know, I was just taking those cues from all of the, the crew cab guys that had the crew cab's comas, you know. And but Joey, man, you know, what brought me and Joey together and we actually have a really great friendship now. I mean, we That's talk every single day. We talk every single day on the phone. Yeah. We call each other either in the morning, in the evening, on the rides home from work. You know, we, we text each other on the weekends. We call each other. It doesn't matter. It, and if we don't, most of the time, we don't even really talk about trucks. We talk about, you know, like what, you know, shows. Or we talk about, uh, you know, man, you know, it'd be cool for me to come down there. Or if I'm cooking, he sees me cooking or something. He's like, man, that looks good, man. I ought to fly in and come get <laughs> some of that, you know. So it's just, but Joey, man, like, you know, we connected when, you know, Greg Miller, rest in peace, put us on the scraping shirt together. And man, he, he sent me a message and he says, man, it's an honor to be on the shirt with you. You know? And I was like, no, dude, it's really an honor to be on the shirt with you. You know, you have the iconic truck, man, that is badass. And, you know, I can't wait to see it. Never seen it in person, only seen it in the pages. Can't wait to see it. And it, it blew me away, man, because the truck is very, very clean, you know, and it's had its age, you know, and it's had its its little nicks and here and there. But I kept telling Joey because he was aggravated about all the little things that were wrong. And I said, Joey, you got to let those kind of things go because this thing has held up well for the years that it has been built. Right. You know, I said it's still an attention grabber no matter what. 
you know? Yeah. Um, another another one of the guys, man, Tom Jenkins. Yes. Oh, yeah. Know? I just saw him, as you know, at East Pond Get Town. He was there. Yes. So, you know, Tom, man, met Tom um, when we were going to Slam Fest for the very first time. He brings out four from losing. All right. Uh, Joey had kind of clued me in. I knew what was going on. I knew Tom had bought the truck. Uh, you know, and, 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 you know, I'm heading down to Eastbound, get down. You know, I'm, I'm loading up actually that Thursday morning trying to get out of Dodge because the weather's going to get bad. I didn't want to, I didn't want to leave Thursday night, you know, or I didn't want to leave Friday morning and catch the weather, you know. So I'm trying to get out of Dodge. Well, lo and behold, Tom is hot shot and doing a job. He's already down there in Daytona. He's like, man, I said, dude, why don't you just get a room at my hotel tonight and I'm going to stay with you? He goes, Oh, you coming up tonight? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll come up tonight. You know, I'll come up today and I'll, I'll stay there tonight. And then he's like, man, I want to check out the show. I said, well, Tom, I got the room Friday night and Saturday night. Why don't you just stay with me? Man, he ended up coming to our little camber, little, little dinner that we had at Ricky May's house. Man, he hung out with us all weekend. We had a blast. You know, Tom is a, is a very good dude, you know, and man, he's got some trucks and it, and it's, you know, posse over there. I guess you want to call it, man, of a shop. And he's really got some trucks going on. And I, and I you know, Joey, Tom, love the guys. Really good guys. Can't say enough about them. Yeah, they're good people. And Ruben, what was cool is in Florida, I'm I'm walking at EBGD and I see Tom walking and I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? Right. So we start talking and it and we had a good, you know, fifteen, twenty minute conversation. We talked, you know, Joey came up or his name came up. And Joey, of course, having relaxed taco, you know, this June's gonna be the fifteenth anniversary of it being shot, you know, rest in peace, Eric Coleman, right? But Joey has been a great guy to be the curator of that truck. You know, he's a huge supporter. And, like, Tom speaks so highly as well of Joey of just saying, hey, man, you know, this dude, he truly loves what you guys are doing. And, you know, I told him, I said, I don't think, um, Chad, you may not have been there, and maybe you were kind of floating around, but um, at at the Mini Truck Hall of Fame this year, right? So, Ruben, you were there. Uh, Joey had a smile from ear to ear. When Georgia sat right. in the, the, the Tacoma, <laughs> and, and we were joking, we said, I bet you he's never going to wash that seat again, you know, and, and Joey, <laughs> you know, Joey, he just kind of has that smile, you know, but some people, I think, you know, just to comment on this briefly, I do think some people sometimes get a bad rap for like, oh, well, they just bought a truck and this and that, but you got to remember, I, I would tell the listeners that if some guys couldn't sell a truck, then another truck can't come behind it to be built, Right. It's the same thing. Someone right. was telling me recently, they were like, oh, well, so, I mean, so-and-so just, you know, they they, they just paid and, and, and they had their truck built. And it's like, yeah, but you can't, not everyone, I surely can't build a truck at my house, right? So there's, it's kind of the makeup of the scene is, you know, there's all different scenarios, right? It's it's Chad with the homies and the brothers making stuff happen. But sometimes, you know, it doesn't always work that way. It depends on the person. So, you know, I mean, definitely some good conversation out of that because, like I said, uh, Chad, you know, you... You clearly have had built some good relationships from it, and and Ruben, the relationship word, right? That's important. Right. You know, you know how important that is from a scene standpoint. Right, and you know, I just about Joey. I I met Joey. Oh God, I was in Arizona still, and I I met him at a, at uh, I was invited to a uh, barbecue, uh, AZ Dimes Barbecue, and for Memorial Day, and that was the first time I ever met him. Really nice guy, and. Um, what he's done with, with that truck and stuff. I remember when farmer was building that truck and, and on top wow. of that, when I was living out in cave Creek a few years back, I would see farmer's dad drive that on the street, like everywhere. So, I mean, wow. you know, to your point, I mean, for, 
for that truck to have been built nice. back then, driven and survived as well as it did, you know, and then you get someone like Joey that actually cares about it and wants to preserve it, you know, and, and then, you know, we've seen Josh do it, Josh Ellis do that. And, um, you know, and other individuals that have bought these trucks yeah. and, you know, for, for someone to, to come in and buy a truck and I guess preserve it and care for it. Cause I mean, I'll be honest with you, both of my Toyotas were sold and you know, the extra cab went to Japan and the Toyota, the white truck went to some kid, you know, in orange County and thrashed probably. I, I will tell you right now, they look nothing like they did the day I sold them, right, you know, and, and right. To, right. to, you know, you, you, you gotta give these guys props and, you know, and, and yeah, well, I, he bought that <clears throat> thing and stuff. Yeah. He could have bought it and just drove the shit out of it. No, yeah. but he's, preserving it and maintaining it and fixing things that are wrong with it. And, and I find nothing wrong with those guys taking them and and putting modern touches on them, but yet not taking away from, you know, and and again, dude, I I appreciate that. I appreciate that about our scene. Yeah. And Tom, you know, just to be clear, like for instance, like when Tom and I were talking, right, like you said, Chad, with him having far from losing, right. One of the most baddest trucks, but hardly anybody had ever seen it. So it's one thing to be like, oh, well, it must be nice to have this cool truck. Then you go, well, hold on. Whose fuel is it? Whose time is it? Who's, you know, I'm getting to the show early to get this thing up on wheel stands and things like that. I mean, all of that stuff. I mean, I'm, I've am i been doing this a long time, too. And it's like the last thing I want to do is get to a show and go, well, damn, okay, now we got to jack this thing up. Wheel stands, this and that. You know, Josh did it a little bit with looked at kills as well. But, yeah, you know, just getting back to it. I mean, you know, Chad, to me, it's been an amazing run. And when we talk about kind of the legacy of a particular build, you know, today we're doing our, you know, principal audio and the news broke that it's going to be on the cover of all time magazine, you know, the 29th issue. And it's got to be a good feeling, right? Just to, even though there's not a lot of magazines anymore, you kind of start to feel like, wow, okay. You know, now it's going to be etched in, you know, in print. Right. Right. And I'm going to tell you, Jay, I, 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 I don't think I was ever, going to build something that was ever going to be on a cover of a magazine Hell right uh I, I i mean i've built a ton of trucks they were all nice um you know several of them been featured either once twice uh one even three times you know um one was shot twice never even ran you know um but to build something man and to get you know that spot man that cover spot you know like that is unreal to me um Man, when that was when that dropped yesterday, man, my my heart has been like, I've been like, man, this is just not real to me. You know, I've pinched myself several times and said, you know, this this is just amazing. You know that me and my homies, you know, my brothers from the club, we built something from nothing in a little bit of your shop with hardly any fancy to. I mean, no fancy tools really. You know. I mean, a welder, a grinder, some cutoff wheels, and, you know, a Sawzall. Yeah, elbow you know, grease, we built, determination, those but, kind of sprinkled right, in. <laughs> right, and, and, man, you know, and, and when that dropped, man, I, I, you know, I took that picture and I sent it to Jeremy. And I said, man, you know, I love you and I can't thank you enough, but, man, you helped me make a dream come true. Dude. You know, yeah. uh, it's been a, it's been something that I've always wanted for a long time, you know, and, and and even like I was telling you before SEMA, how I was losing that touch with the truck because I felt that 
it was the truck was out there and it was really, really doing well. You know, like you say, it was on a tear, right? It was it was dominating at the show scene on the show scene. It was winning this, winning that. You know, it was doing really, really well, you know, man. But I was losing that touch like, man, if it's doing this well, like, man, is it ever going to like somebody ever going to like, you know, shoot it or like, we, is it ever going to be in a magazine? You think yeah, maybe yeah. or something? So I then and, and I think that's what my problem was. You know, I was really, really getting disconnected from the truck because I felt like, you know, it was getting the exposure at shows, but it wasn't getting the exposure, you know, catching the right eye, I guess you want to call it, you know? Yeah. And another person, like I said, I, and, 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 and even with the single cab and, and funny story, and, and I don't want to take up a lot of you guys time or whatever, but a funny story is, you know, with the single cab last year, Sicknick, Michelle Boone with all time. Yes. Yep. She shoots the single cab along with Jeremy's rodeo at the same exact time really? at Signic that year, right? She shoots it. She calls me or she sends me a message like two weeks later. She says, hey, I got the text sheet. You know, I got to send it to you. What's your email? I said, no email required. I said, uh, you don't need to send it to me. And she says, huh? <laughs> I said, you can send it to Jeremy. I said, because I'd really like him to get in the magazine. You know, magazine, I don't want to. I, I, I don't want you to run the single cab and she thought it was crazy she really really thought it was crazy she goes what i said yeah i don't really want you to run the single cab and at this time i mean i already knew i had the double cab right so i didn't want to run the single cab because i already felt that it had been featured twice before yeah you know uh i didn't want it to be where it was just like gonna go into another feature and you know or this and that so what i told michelle was i said hey don't run it please don't run it um, I'm asking you, I'm begging you, pleading you, don't run it. Uh, I, I have something up my sleeve and she goes, huh? And her ears perked, you know, <laughs> yeah, I could I see it did, like all the way from here from, like, to Tennessee. I could, I could see those ears probably. Perked. She's like, huh? So we talked out like the next show, I think it was when I seen her and I told her what the plan was. I said, Hey, I'm rebuilding my truck, you know? And I kind of gave her a little insight. I said, Hey, you know, it's going to have two more doors on it, you know? And she caught on. You know, I said, can you please keep that just between me and you? And I said, when it's done, I will give you first shot at the truck. Nice. I will yep. guarantee you first shot at the truck when it's done. I promise you, I won't disappoint you. Yep. And she said, okay. And I never showed her pictures, never did anything except for maybe a little couple little snippets here and there. Yep. Like, Hey, this is what we did with the cab corner right here. Or, you know, this is what we did inside the bed, but right, right. never would show her what the truck was. And, and man, you know, hats off to her, Michelle and Dustin, because at many nights, of course, I had some problems with the truck um, that Saturday night. You know, you know, lo and behold, we powder coated the the alternator bracket and wasn't making a good ground. Yeah. So I've I had lost that all battery power. Yeah. Uh-huh. I I lost all power, you know, in the truck, and I only had enough power maybe to maybe just air it up one more time, get it on the trailer Sunday, and and be a lot of time, you know. So. She was, she already had had the shoot set up for that Sunday. And I had to tell her, she was staying in the cabin with me and David. And I had to tell her, I said, Hey, the truck is absolutely dead. There's no way we get the shoot done, you know? And then we tried at scraping. Uh, we caught rain right after scraping, of course. And, mm-hmm. you know, it got dark. And then, uh, you know, we tried at, uh, at Spark Show and then it had started pouring down raining. So, you know, there's a running joke with the truck that, you know, the truck's real bougie. It doesn't like <laughs> rain or it doesn't, or, or, or it doesn't like, you know, cameras. It's the rain. Cameras, that's, 
<laughs> yeah, so it's the rainmaker. And I mean, even, I mean, look, I went to Eastbound Get Down. It brought cold, wet weather and it, and it brought a little rain in that. That's, you know, that's Yeah, you SOB. So. That, it was you. I, I, here I was blaming on the Northerners <laughs> from Tennessee. No, I'm just kidding. Right. So, so Michelle and everybody, it was just a big running joke for a while. Like, hey, your truck's bougie. It doesn't like cameras. You know, it doesn't like rain. Uh, it doesn't like sunshine. It likes rain, you know, everywhere you go. But uh, lo and behold, you know, I got back from SEMA and. I told Michelle, I said, are you coming down for um, Sean Randall's show, uh, Bayou Showdown? And I said, I'm going to I'm going to take the truck there, you know, and she says, tell you what, I'm going to drive to your house Friday morning. Boom. We're going to shoot this. The original plan was to put the truck on a skate park because it ties into my roots of being a skater. I still skate today. That was the original plan. And all along is what Michelle had originally wanted. We could just never find that perfect location. Mm-hmm. Even when we were in Tampa, you know, at Slamfest, I called up Skate Park at Tampa and asked them. And they were like, man, if we wouldn't have just redid the course, you'd be more than game to put it on the course. Right. You know, right. to shoot it inside yeah, there. They just, yep. They were doing the Tampa Pro the next weekend. And uh, I was like, man, this sucks, you know. Yeah. So finally, the, the stars aligned and Michelle and Dustin actually drove up to my house. Uh, they passed up Slidell, of course. You know, by yeah. <laughs> showdown, and right, it came right. straight to my house. We drove it over to the skate park. Um, I pulled it on the skate park. There was kids skating. I was like, "Excuse me, uh, y'all got to stop skating." <laughs> we, we, you know, we we want to shoot this truck real quick. We had the cops called on us. No, um, someone reported that I was trying to take my truck and go up the ramps on the on the skate park and stuff. And, that, that's a yeah. Forest. It was it was pretty funny, man. It was really pretty. Dude, funny. you're taking and, minis uh, on the rise to the next level, dude. I mean, <laughs> exactly, dude. Like fifty fifty rail. You know, I mean, dude, it's like, dude, I grinding all down that shit you know so but yeah dude so the the stars align like you would say you know and everything was perfect that day the weather couldn't have been better the sun was out no rain but i mean it was a beautiful day and michelle said you know what it's what the truck always wanted you know it it just wanted to be on the skate park it wanted to be shot on the skate park you know it It, it wanted to go to that original plan you know so lo and behold and that's where you are seeing the cover shot. When you do see the cover shot, uh, it's at the skate local skate park right down the road from my house um, that I was involved in uh, with with actually moving from one location to the next, going to city meetings and stuff like that to get it moved. And it was pretty cool because the park was just recently opened, not even a couple months back. And man, I got to shoot my truck on a park that I helped relocate. You know, nice. dude. So. Dude, that yes. was so awesome. Yeah, and Ruben, it's yeah. cool to link up with Chad because, you know, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, when it's fresh, you know, some of the stories don't really get a chance to come out. And I always remember talking to Mitch Rawl back in the day, and, you know, Mitch uh, was still one of my good friends. I know his birthday was just the other day. You know, he talked about having to run with his old his old Dodge truck, and, you know, he was rebuilding it and things like that. And he goes, you know, the first year it's all show. You know, it's you go to the shows, you get the, you know – you get the accolades, and he goes, kind of that next year, and he goes, man, I might drag it a little bit. You know, I'm like, be a little bit more loose with it. And that feeling is good, you know, although we may still polish our wheels and do certain things. Just the feeling of, like, hey, like, I got through that initial year. You know, the truck got the accolades. And the other thing that I would say that's different for folks now when they finish their truck, that's even different from when I finished mine 10 years ago. And Chad, you hit on this, and, and Ruben, you know, you have the connection to the old school magazines with Sharks and stuff. The magazines aren't as prominent as they once were. You know, before you had trucking, sport truck, oh, by the way, street trucks, you know, mini trucking, you know, a couple smaller ones, things like this. 
nowadays you don't have as much exposure. So what happens is like even when I finished my truck, I was like, damn, dude, I don't think it's going to get shot. And then, you know, Kent was nice enough to shoot it and, and boom, it goes on common treads and there was some stuff there. And, and, and then it's like, oh, by the way, well, mini trucker wants to shoot it now finally. And, and then, you know, for my truck to be on the cover and then the magazine goes away, you know, year and a half ish, whatever later, it's, it's just, you don't have as much opportunity, Ruben. And, and you know, like from, from your truck exposure that you've had with tailgate and mini trucking and stuff, it's, um, you can never be, uh, you know, you gotta be humble about that because again, you don't always have those opportunities, right, Ruben? No, right. And, and you know, it, it's, the world's a different day to day with, you know, the, the, the internet, you know, for one. And, um, uh, you know, all the magazines are gone and, and most guys that are building stuff, I mean, they got an Instagram page for the build and, you know, you've, it, it, it takes that off after away from when the trucks debuted. And, you know, and I, I think you did a great job, Chad, of kind of hiding all that, you know, and letting us see the finished product, you know, boom in our face instead of, Oh yeah, I right. saw that thing being right. built, you know? And, right. um, I, I, and I, I'm, I'm a little guilty of that too. And, you know, and, I like I said, it's it's just the world's a different day and today, and you know magazines are gone, and you know we 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 do have you know common threads and stuff, and you know some of the online stuff, but it's just um, it's different. Just a different it's day different. and time now. Yeah, and when yeah. you were talking earlier, Chad, I was thinking of the the raw um, raw bass and DJ Easy Rock song we were talking about. You know, the rain and song they can join and pain. You know, remember that that jam, dude? Right, That's the jam right, back in the yeah, day. man, yeah, but yeah. But I guess like in kind of closing, right? I mean, you you know, you said a lot of great stuff and, you know, we're, I'm, you know, I'm proud of you as a brother, you know, seeing all the stuff you do with the bead rolling and, you know, obviously, you know, you got that great connection with, you know, Sean Rose and, you know, you guys dabble in very similar stuff, but you guys get along so well and, you know, Sean just had, you know, a great run as one of our contributors of the year to our scene uh, which I know that, you know, you even appreciate that for how much good that's done out there. But I guess kind of in closing, you know, uh, any other thoughts or comments, Chad? Uh, you know, Jay, I, I, I'll keep it as simple as possible, man. Like I said, I I was glad to come on, man. I was glad to come on and say how, you know, appreciative I was of, you know, my brothers that helped me with the truck. And, you know, I, you know, I, it wouldn't be what it is today, you know, without those guys. And, and I mean... And closing, you know, I just, I guess the main thing with me is I want to, I want to go out to shows this year and I just want to kick back. I want to enjoy, you know, I want to get a couple rock chips maybe on the front valence, you know, um, but I want to enjoy the truck, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to stop maybe keeping, you know, caring for the truck yeah. or let it go downhill or such and such or whatever, because I really think that I go something special you know something that toyota never really you know even dreamed of maybe probably putting on an assembly line yeah. you know um so i really think i have something special and and i'm not gonna quit caring for it i guess you want to call it but i also want to enjoy what i spent my hard-earned money for you know for or what i i killed myself for nine or ten months in the shop you know behind a welding hood you know welding on and 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 i just want to have fun with the truck you know, I, and, and, and I don't feel like, you know, like the, even the first couple of shows I went to that I, I really had fun because I was nervous. You know, I would, I would come home. My wife's like, uh, you don't have any fingernails left. You bit your fingernails off, you know, like all weekend, <laughs> right, you know? Right. And, and I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Cause I was nervous about how the truck would present itself or how 
this such and such was. And, and you know, like, and like I tell everybody, you know, I wipe this truck every single week, maybe twice a week, you know, I'll come in the garage and I'll give it a, a quick wipe down, you know, just to keep it clean in case something happens like, you know, what happened maybe Sunday <laughs> in case you didn't catch that, you know, but, uh, you know, it's good. It's a good thing, but, um, you know, I, I'm going to preserve the truck still, keep the truck clean, you know, represent for my club for one, because that's what we are known for. You know, that's what I've always known negative camber to be, you know, to have some of the best out there or, or the best out there, you know? So I want to represent my club. I want to represent the scene. And most of all, I want to stay humble, you oh, know, yeah. and I want to have fun. You know, that's the thing. hard, stay humble. Exactly. And I guess my last thought is I'm trying to get Mike. I mean, I know I don't want you to get offended. I'm trying to get Mike to get a crew cab coming from Australia. I go, Mike, dude, you got to stop, you know, not hustling on your truck, man. I said, you know, Chad's running circles. You had, you know, um, Josh, um, you had Miller down here in Florida do the crew cab conversion. Dude, crew cabs are on the rise, right, Chad? <laughs> yeah, they are, dude. Crew cabs are definitely on the rise. Um, you know, I, I've actually seen a couple uh, snippets, you know, here and there. Mm, uh, yeah. I, I want to say that I think there's like maybe one or two more that are being built at this time right now. Yeah. You know? I told yeah. Mike and not just Toyota, but like I've, I think I've seen a Mazda and what else would it have been? It was a Mazda and someone was doing. I always shit, liked the Toyota from maybe the Suzu, I one. think it was. Oh, yeah. 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 That was the one that Matt uh, from Florida got his hands on from, I think, Shulman. He had one, and then Matt got it, and yeah. I think and Matt punted it. But I always liked the, the I think it was a crew cab, the yellow one that's in Japan, which obviously right. a little different there, but that, the Moon Eyes one, uh, the Dually. Yes, right. the, dually, the Dually one. The Dually, yeah, the, yeah the I've dually. always loved that. Yeah, and I told, I told Mike, truck, take that man. truck. That yeah, take that truck and make it a Mazda. Like, Mike needs a long bed. Phantom or whatever dually, crew cab, dude, sunroof, full graphics, like 3D, dude, like where you got to put glasses on. I go, Mike, you got to step up, dude. Banana hammock's <laughs> well, like tell, losing out. You, so what we need to do is we need to get banana hammock maybe like on a trailer. Maybe, right. maybe we need to take it down to Jeremy's shop. Right, we dude. We need to make that happen really quick. You dude, know? Jeremy's he's listening right now going, those SOBs are giving me more work. <laughs> no, but – my, Mike, Mike comped out. He comped out because you know at EBGD, I was like, "Hey man," I said, "Mike, dude, you need to be doing this." He's just shaking his head. He goes, "Dude, I'm out, man. I'm out." But you know, congrats, <laughs> congrats to Mike because you know he got patched in after bath, and you know their long history, of course, here in Florida, and it just they've Absolutely. grown. Yeah, they built the bat, some of the baddest full sizes over the years, and it's cool because that you know a lot of that come from Florida. So uh, you know, with Rico and whatnot, but. But Ruben, man, listen. Let me ask you this: Any last words that you have before we wrap it? No, man. I, I guess twenty twenty two is uh, the the you know the movement is there for the crew cabs. I guess you know, dude, call it. Dude, crew cab minis. I always wanted my last thought. I always wanted to have a crew cab S ten. I love those. And then the guys put the regular side bed. And I think there's the one. Believe it or not, I think it was back when one of the first times I met you up at Laid Out the Park, the guy had it there. And that truck has got like a V eight, that blue one. I think it is, but. Um, dude, yeah. I lo- love seeing those, but you know, Chad, it was cool. You know, you're, you're welcome anytime. And you know, the humbleness that you got, the hustle, um, you know, next time we could talk more about, I want to get more into the skateboarding stuff, some of the stuff you've been doing, but dude, it's always a pleasure, man. You know, tip of the cap to NC, of course, ST were also, um, you know, celebrating our 30th and then RA Ruben and, and the crew, they did theirs last year. So we got to keep the scene going and, and I appreciate your time, brother. 
Yeah, Jay. So you know, I got one more thing. Oh shit, man! And I don't want to take you guys' time. Yeah, but no problem. If if possible, man, if if we can uh, maybe send maybe like a little prayer group, man, out sure, right now. Sure. I, and 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 so what we do have, man, is we have a we have a negative camera member that is actually kind of on the downfall right now uh, over there in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Ronnie Palacio, I okay. think his name is uh, is what they is. I'm, maybe I'm butchering his last name. Uh, so I've actually talked to Ronnie maybe once or twice on the phone. Mm-hmm. Ronnie actually helps me get this cab on the trailer at Mark's house because he went too far away. But uh, he's patched in. He's tied into uh, Vintage Air. So, ah. um, so, and Ronnie's a camera member, man. But he's he just some prayers out there, yes. man, if possible, because you know um, we got some bad news on on, on our our private page, you know, camera page or whatever, uh, from Lonnie, uh, over there with LST. He had posted that Ron, uh, Ronnie is, uh, I mean, he's you know, he's going through, he, yeah, he's going through some bad stuff right now and it's not looking good from the, the messages that we've been seeing like back okay. and forth from his wife. So, but yeah, man, I just major prayers to him and his wife, uh, Perla, I think her name is and his two kids, man, because, you know, man, we have been losing so many people in the scene lately, dude. And, and I mean, it's been hitting really, really close, and, and it seems like it's getting closer, closer and closer to home, you know. Right. So, but yeah, I just, I just really want to send prayers out, man, to Ronnie and his family, man, right now because he's it's really not good. So, I mean, like I said, it could be it's it's really his health is declining. So, yeah. but yeah, man, I just prayers out to him for sure. And and like I said, man, uh, I, if I hear anything, I will let you know. Uh, yeah. That way, you can let the listeners know, yeah. man. Yeah, for sure. Because this one will be out next Friday, and it's no problem. And and we'll do that. And we recently did that. Last thing I'll say is with Phil uh, Fowler. You know, Phil was not feeling yes. well, and I caught wind of it, and I text him, and he said, "Man, he really appreciated." It. And I think we all have to do that sometimes because we don't want to wait until something tragic and, and the person's no longer here. We can, you know, people go, "Well, hey, you know, they passed on." Like, you know, if someone's going through some stuff. You know, let's put it out there and let's give them the good vibes now. You know, so uh, thank you. Yeah, for and, and, that and like I said, Jay, we, I, I will get you the info and stuff on that yeah. man, and, and so you can maybe follow along and see because he, you know, he's passed in. You know, he, he to a lot of networks and stuff with people, and there's so many different people. I, I think I seen Kurt Hall's wife Leanne post something the other day. Uh, Kurt as well. Um, you know, because they're really close and yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah, man, good dude. Um, I, like I said, man, prayers out to him and his family. Yeah, real talk, man. And salute to all the NC members out there. We get a lot of love for them. You know, we get a lot of love from them. So thank you so much. And Chad, you know, appreciate you sitting down. And Ruben, you always know, uh, you know, we appreciate you, brother. Thanks, man. And Chad, thank you so much. And I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm sorry that this uh, took a little time to happen, and, and but I'm glad we finally got it nailed down. Well, Ruben, look, man, you got my number. Anytime you feel like talking, man, I'm always available. Give me a call. Oh, for sure, buddy. For sure. You know it, man. And you know what? I can't I can't wait to meet up with you again and buy you a couple of drinks. <laughs> Watch out. Man. Oh, that's, Ruben, that, that could be a bad thing. Not man. that I that approve be this. Thing. Be careful. Not that I approve this, but Ruben, you know, he might, you know, might like the date rape drug, you know what I mean? So just <laughs> No, just kidding. Uh, just kidding. Uh, just kidding. Uh, crown that crown Apple and Diet Coke, man. Crown Apple and Diet Coke. You know me. <laughs> okay, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> well, you, you guys know, get seven seven over here man <laughs> you guys get some food we'll stay in touch i can't wait to see you guys real soon y'all maybe at lst we'll see y'all for sure all right Jay. hey thank you guys so much y'all i appreciate it
I tried to turn the propane on, and when I pulled the the drawer out to turn to get to the propane tank, the damn thing like <laughs> came off the damn tank, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Oh so, my anyways, God. yeah. That's so I was out there crazy. trying. I was out there trying to replace the hose, and then I realized that I got the wrong one, and well, so I got to get a different. Well, you could look at it as a bad day, or you could be like, "Yo, I got hoses in different area codeses," and oh. You're a regulator, yeah. so you think you know you know regulators mount up, dude. That's the only way to do it, right there, dude. Mount up, regulators. And Warren G. He's been hinting on two thirteen, which is two one three, which was the group that him and Nate Dog and Snoop were in. They're going to be dropping something on two one three day, dude. Ooh. I think the West is back, bro, because they're going to be bringing it at the Super Bowl, dude. It's going to be great, bro. So what might that be now? Well, you know, just Snoop and Dre and all those guys, but I think I think Warren I think Warren G's gonna drop a new single, I think. You so, think so? Yeah, dog. Hey, now that's 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 big news right there. Oh yeah. I got hose. Hoses. Make it hoses because oh, hose, then, then you can hose, remix it. I got hoses and then then you get you, you get dusty in the background. He's like when you say got hoses, he's like gas hoses. In different area codes is, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I think it's, you got to get Dusty to sing kind of the hook, the back, you know, background, you know, vocals, you know? <laughs> and then Kim comes in and she's like, hoses. And then Shannon's like, in different area codes is. Something like that. Dude. Uh, bro, you're insane. Dude. You're insane. In the membrane. You're too much. Dude, that's almost the wrestling deal you need. You're like, hey, brother. This podcast the last six and a half years. I don't know if I got it anymore. <laughs> I might have to throw this out the tiz Al is in, but only if they can figure out oh. the kids, Artie. You know? Oh, gosh. <laughs> but you are too much. Let's knock this motherfucker out, dog. Are you ready? Knock this motherfucker out. Dude, it's fucking <laughs> Super Bowl week, dude. This motherfucker out. That's what Hank sings when he like strolls in the town on a Friday night. He's like, dude, he's itching for like a fucking bar fight. Oh, you know? bar fight, dude! Kick, get a kick the motor. He kicks the motorcycles over. Then he fucking kicks, kicks the motor kicks running, the, dude. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't kick the fucking saloon doors in on a Friday night, you're not, dude. I don't even know. Did you ever watch the Pat Swayze? We talked about it. The '89 movie he was in, where he was a badass. Yeah, Roadhouse. Yeah, man. Dude, that's the fucking... Dude, when you grow up, I say you you gotta... you gotta, you gotta If you could, can grow up and, and, and yearn to be Pat Swayze in that movie, dude, your life is fucking complete, dude. Bro, don't let your babies grow up to be cowgirls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh let, my! Uh, let's knock this bitch out because this is good content. I should have hit record already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>